Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 152. I'm Graham. I'm here with Luke Co- Luke and Cody. Richie is working second shift, and we have Tim Gibson on today. Uh, wheels with Timmy Clark and the Rockaholics guys. He was at our Web Wheelers Ball. He's got a pretty sick... It's a Ford thing. Is it a Bronco? No, it's a Ranger, isn't it? I mean... It, it it's like an eighth of a percent of a ranger. No, okay, it's still so, a Ford fucking ranger. Yeah, it ain't no uh, stranger. Yeah, Ford Ranger rooted vehicle. Um, and uh, to to quote Luke, it fucks. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, Cody, take it away. <laughs> wow, you know it started out fantastic, Graham. And you, you, this is the you first last the court for me <laughs> for this point. <laughs> And and honestly, I'm impressed. This was the first last name you didn't absolutely destroy. So, like, round of applause for Graham there. That was just well done. Uh, but yeah, Tim, give us a little bit about yourself. You know, how'd you get into wheeling? Who are you? And what you're about? Well, uh, I started wheeling probably going eight eight years ago, give or take. I'm terrible with time frames and shit. But um, started before the Rockaholics. That's where I kind of met Tim. Just had your your typical shipbox Cherokees and started going I to. We were be- fucking special, and we got someone that didn't own a Cherokee. God, Dude, damn I, it. I've had seven Cherokees and two Comanches. <laughs> I Holy knew about shit. that. But so, yeah, we're all Cherokee people at heart. Honestly, <laughs> unless you like Toyotas, and then you know whatever. that's a whole different problem. Yeah, that's that's different. Yeah, but, um, same, same tax bracket, different grouping. I mean, is it the same tax bracket? I was going to say, I think they're a little for bit more a rotted expensive. One. Mm, fair point, fair point. There's a I lot mean, of rotted ones around here. Oh, they're maybe, all so, maybe one tax bracket up. <laughs> I mean, everything's rotted where I live, so... <laughs> like, if it isn't brand new, or not from here, it's just a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, you want a used vehicle? Like, don't even fire up Facebook Marketplace unless you know someone in Tennessee. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> my current Comanche, which we'll probably get to, is from Tennessee because I didn't want to buy anything from here. That makes a lot of sense. So now, were you wheeling the Cherokees or was this like pre you actually getting into like off-roading with them? So, it was wheeling the Cherokees, but, you know, your typical high school trespassing through the woods type of thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, it was, it started with that. Actually, if you want to start from the beginning of the off-road escapade, I had a, in high school, oh, yeah, high school, I bought an 85 Chevy on 38s. Just your typical. Hell, yeah, brother. (laughs) Yeah. Your typical mud-whomping way too big some guy built a 355 for it they had no rev limiter ending it up blowing it up obviously but it all started with that and there was in town there was or where i grew up there was a couple spots where adolescents if you would could uh go in the woods and have fires and do big mud bogs and all that shit that everyone frowns upon yeah, it kind of sucks that that's frowned upon these days because, like, there was so much fun and learning in that that it's just kind of shitty that 
there's nowhere open and accessible to go oh, and do that. Absolutely, because without that, I I wouldn't be in this hobby. Like as a dumb sixteen year old kid, what else are you supposed to do? You work part time. You have plenty of time to what? You leave school. Like what else are you gonna do? It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Like you take your your trucks and your shitty jeeps and you drive down to the boat launch and get them stuck in a river. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, you know, Richie's not here, but like that's literally what got us into it. Is we started doing that kind of thing and. Him and myself were two peas in a shithead pod. Like, he had a Dodge Ram on 35s, and I had a Cherokee on 35s, and that that's enough to do it, you know what I mean? Right. You find some muddy puddles, and you find some hills that you are in the woods and some, like, walking path. Actually, the best trails were the, uh, the cross-country runners behind the middle school. They had the best trails to go wheeling. <laughs> It's it's really bad to think about the amount of stuff that happened, but like, yeah, yeah, I totally get that because we had the um, it was a U.S. Army conservation project, so like it was part of the dam system over by us, and they cut a ton of fire roads to get around this reservoir. Perfect. It just so happened that off of those fire roads there was mud puddles, and. There was a couple of really cool hiking trails that were cut suspiciously wide enough to get a, like, boom truck down them that just so happened to lead up to a couple of sick rock faces. And by sick, I'm not talking about actually sick. I'm talking about 16-year-old me being like, oh my god. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I'm my Jeep up that. Yeah, like, you know, a nice little 30-degree slope, which is as tall as the Jeep is, of just flat granite. And it's like, okay, cool. My Jeep will drive right up this. I think a Honda Civic would drive up it, to be honest. <laughs> but... Well, I so think Honda, Honda Civics drive over a lot, so not to break from the story. I did have a Civic, a yard Civic, I called it. Used it as a tractor for a while. And uh, it actually took down... Was it a 12 by 16 building with it? And I drove over the roof that fell with um, a Honda Civic. All right. There, I've got more questions than answers, so I'm just going to uh, nod I'll my head and so. go. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Honda Civics are good at climbing things. That's really all you got to get out of the story. <laughs> I can work with that. That's and simple enough that I can wrap my head around it. Yeah, and chicken coops smell terrible, so you can't really do anything, especially when you don't want chickens yourself. Mm. Yeah, I had to do a teardown of a house once, and there's a chicken coop out back, and honest to God, that is the worst-smelling thing that I probably smell. And I've opened up septic tanks, and now that, on the other hand, is fucking horrible. So yeah, like chicken coops are just on a whole new level. Right, and so, at the time, I just moved into the house, and it's like, oh, I have $14 in Honda Civics. Like, hmm, well, I want this building gone. I'm just going to hook a chain to it and pull it down with a Civic. And away you go. Yeah. Farm Civic. Yeah, uh, totally. On the note of bad smells, though, I will say that uh, Rotten Cow is also up there. Oof. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah rotting flesh in general. Is gonna... Yeah. Yard no, Civic right. can get rid of it. 
yeah, your like civic right and away. get rid of it. <laughs> just that might just out. have to be the episode's name. Yard Civic. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I'm trying no, to be serious, fine. but that's funny as fuck. Yeah, we like so. Yeah, because I was, I bought the house when I was 23. So obviously we're all shitheads. So we had a Yard Civic because my sister had it. She crashed it because the brake lines rotted off. She hit a truck. So I put a hood. Yeah, so I put a hood on it, like like put some bullshit brake lines in it, and just did ronuts in my driveway. And use it as a tractor. Did it have a hood before she ran into the truck, or? Yeah, but like it wasn't a hood anymore. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. It, the hood got fucked up from the accident. Yeah, she had a fucking pickup truck with a Civic. Well, I don't know. The way you <laughs> made it sound was like, oh, it didn't have a hood, you know? <laughs> so I figured make it nicer while it sits in my yard. <laughs> no, I went. I did the right thing. I went to Rock Auto and bought like the fifty-five dollar hood. That's amazing. Yeah. Not We're in the wrong it. sport. It costs $50 to replace my mirrors. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is, this is terribly expensive hobby. Yeah, like, and it attracts the worst type of people, too, because, like, they end up just rationalizing away the fact that they are spending a shitload of money. Yeah. It's, it's truly, like, fascinating. I'm sitting here like, oh, yeah, it's not that bad. I'm looking at, like, 1300 bucks in hydro. Add in the radial dynamic stuff, and we're at like well, then it's 1300 bucks. No, then it's 1300 oh. just for the reservoir. Come on now. Yeah. So, like, that's <laughs> not that only, bad. But you only have to buy it once until you wreck your shit, and then you have to buy it all over again. Uh huh. Yeah, so you only have to buy it once. Yeah, and just drive like you have a brain, which right. we all know I have autism, so I don't have a brain. So say, that thing's you, fucked. I was going to say, do you know how to do that? Is that an option for you? <laughs> it, it's, the uh, circuitry was lost. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And then, you know, it's like, oh, hey, coilovers are cool. How much is it yeah. going to be for a set of them? Too much. And then, no. oh, and then you got to put springs on them. Yep. And, like, you would think that the springs would be cheaper than Cherokee Springs, and you would be wrong. No, I definitely would assume they'd be more expensive than Cherokee Springs. Those things oh. are just like pulled out of the gutter and like smashed together. I was like, <laughs> oh, here you go. Figure it out. <laughs> I was talking about bougie springs like my Clayton's, which no, 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 I got no. secondhand. Um, but, you know, that that's fine. Um, so speaking of uh, poor financial decisions, how did you go from shitbox Cherokees and Manchies to then now one-eighth of a Ranger? Well, so you have to cycle through like a lifetime of Cherokees, mm -hmm. and you have to put tons under at least two of them. And yep. then you have to, then you have to realize... Out. Yeah, then you have to realize, well, this, we're running out of Cherokees. <laughs> the world they've made I don't know how many million, four million Cherokees. And for some reason there's only like a handful left. Yeah, they're all a million dollars for shit boxes. Right. It's like Cherokees, I think my most expensive Cherokee I bought was seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oof, you got me beat. Yeah, so I had multiple that were like I my white one that I had that uh Tim Clark remembers. It was uh, like a 
97 up. I think it was a 2000. Uh, but I put, it was clean. It just, I worked at a shop at the time, failed inspection, and the little old lady didn't want to fix it. I bought it for $50. And it I was mean, like, when? it was one of the cleanest Cherokees around. She, it just needed like front end stuff. And she's like, no, nah, I don't want to fix it. It's too old. Okay. But then that's the one that I'll cut up. I rolled it with half a cage because, um, make bad decisions and the front got kind of like fucked up and rolled over and bent the frame and like okay so i had to throw that one away and at that time that's the one i cut up to really do the buggy or i guess it's a truggy but it's mostly a buggy it's a buggy Uh, yeah you drive it like a buggy we'll give you credit it started life as a um, at the time, bro truck was real because I've been building that thing for five years because of terrible financial decisions all around. I love it. So I finally got like a decent job that pays me more than like sandwich money. And so I figured I'd finally finish it. And that was only in the past two years. So this year, as you guys saw it, was the first year I've had that out with actual tires on it. So it's like a pretty fresh thing for me. I mean, those tires are fresh as fuck. Yeah, those are new as of like the spring. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, tell us that you're bougie without telling us that you're bougie because you're rolling around on traps, like new traps, and you didn't win them in a raffle. I didn't. I bought them with actual dollars. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. but they, they work, and I like them. I was just about to say. I mean, are you happy with your decision? You didn't go with like the boring red labels. Well, yeah, because I want to drive more than a half a mile an hour. I mean, I respect it, and you're not wrong. You can drive yeah. more than half a mile an hour, but they'll be flat by the time you get where you're going. <laughs> yeah, no, like reds are great, and like they're not. They're just not for that rig. It, mine's too heavy. It's too long. It's too awkward. It's not going to do like the really technical red type wheeling, and I, that's not what I built it for. So I respect it. Any reason for not going with the SXs if you're in that tax bracket? Uh, go forth. Didn't have them in stock. You know, I can also respect that answer. It's a perfectly <laughs> valid a answer. Solid Come answer. Well, because he posted, hey, I got a shipment of uh, SXs, so I called him the next day, and he's like, oh, yeah, they're all done. I'm like, okay, well, I need tires, so what do you have? He's like, well, I have 42 traps. I'm like, okay, send them on the pallet. And they showed up, and they were mint. Right. But it's a different tax bracket, because I only bought four instead of five, so I'm not that bougie. I mean, you're still pretty bougie because, like, two of your tires cost what all four on my rig cost. And actually, I looked at those tires, but I don't. They don't make them a forty-two, right? They are talking about it, from what I understand. Now, keep in mind, this is what I understand. This is not gospel for all of the listeners. Um, I heard rumors that there is going to be a forty-two, but I also heard it might be for twenties. 
which makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, and after being on the seven teams this year, like I can see why twenties are a thing. Not that I've pinched the sidewall or anything, folding them over because I run the nine ten psi, so they don't really fold into each other. But I can see the need for twenties if you want to run lower pressure in them. I can I can get down with that. I I was running twelve all weekend and I or fifteen in the fronts and twelve in the rear and I had no complaints. Pretty high. Yeah. yeah really high. Jeez, I mean if it keeps you from popping a bead, then I guess fuck it, right? There is one thing that can be said. I didn't pop a bead and they still all have air in them. With how mangled those beads are. Um anyways, so like You've got the bro light, right? It was originally going to be a bro light. Right. It was originally going to be a bro light because that's like it was relevant at that time, unlike now. And then Which, that kind of hurts me a little bit. I would love for that to actually happen. I would definitely just stop what I'm doing and build a bro light truck. Yeah, that looked like some of the most fun that you could have with like what is bro light? Wheels. You guys don't know what ProLite is? No, because I'm dumb. Can you please educate me? You're young. Me, sir? You're that's not dumb. You're just yeah, dumb. I guess ah, that's arguable. I'm still dumb. I'm just definitely am younger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's I think Katrini was very involved in it, and it's you take a stock Ranger, and it was a certain year. I think it was with the like when they used to have I beams in the front, and you have to put a cage in it. And, like, safety stuff, like harnesses and the seat and window nets and all that stuff. And you race it. Like, short course kind of racing. They would take over, like, uh, MX tracks and shit like that, and they would just go hoon. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that sounds like a ton of fun. Right, it's like minimal investment. Like, of course, people were out there, like, putting coilovers and, and, like, bypasses on the lease springs and shit like that. But still... For what for a racing circuit, I don't think you get more budget. I would agree with that. Yeah, it was side by sides are a million dollars, especially if you want to go race them. Yeah, we talked to a guy Tyler Herlock who does that like on the larger scenes out there. They just drop money, and like we've been following him since then. He's gone through like two cars since we talked to him. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know how you can do that. I guess money. Money. Money Money and dedication is all you need, I guess. (laughs) You can do anything in life that you want as long as you have enough money. This is technically true. (laughs) It is literally the only thing stopping anyone from doing anything that they want. I mean... There's a few things I could think of that money say, might not. What do you want to do? That money won't fit, well, won't help you get to it. I, I think if I talk about it, then it's legally out there. <laughs> like, I don't think that. <laughs> right, fair I, enough, fair enough. Yeah, it's, and then I'm incriminating myself. You know, I can't be doing that now. But no. I mean, yeah, the, most you things know, are just legal or illegal with the fee. That's a, 99% right, of like, most things. Literally anything. Like, even like terrible things. People get like 
you just pay your billions of dollars and you're fine. You ain't wrong. So now, so originally it was supposed to be a bro light. Yep. And you decided to just start chopping things off of it with a sawzall? I mean, basically. So I kind of want to be a cab, cab truck type mm -hmm. of buggy, truggy thing. And then this is obviously my, my, my first chassis. So I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I'm just like cutting and welding and bending and like, oh, this looks fine. This looks good. I want, I have this idea. And then it's just like, well, this is all stupid. I'm just going to cut everything out. I because love it. It wasn't, it wasn't turning out to what I originally set out to be because it took me so damn long to build it because I had zero dollars. So it's just like, okay, well, it's been three months since I looked at this and I hate everything and I want to go in a different direction. So it's like, all right, well, the saw's all still warm in the corner. Let me fire that thing back on. <laughs> Start chopping shit. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to have, like, doors and shit in, like, most of a cab. And, like, it doesn't, it has, like, the front firewall and, like, the rear firewall below the window. So, rich, that, like, kind of like what Ayasha was, was when it had a full cab? Or? I mean, not even. Okay. Like it, it is literally just the front firewall and the rear firewall. I think he meant like when you were first building it. Is that kind of oh. like what you were going for? Yeah. 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 Pretty much like a full cab, but still like mostly a buggy. Makes like sense. It was, it was always going to have like an LS and all that stuff, but the one I wanted to be like, oh, that looks like a Ford Ranger. Not like, oh, that's a buggy. And why is there sheet metal like in weird places? <laughs> I mean, it was definitely something to hear it coming up the trail. Oh, it sounded so good. It doesn't yeah. sound good because, like, in it, it sounds terrible. Yeah, you're great. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Sounds like a um. It sounds like a mildly done up LS coming up trail with a shitty exhaust. So beautiful by our standards. Yeah. So it is a bone stock five three. And it has a shitty exhaust that leaks and has two mufflers on it because I'm old now. And that's, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, loud is bad now when you get old, huh? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to disagree. It's wild. Like, I've never had mufflers on anything I've owned. Like, anything. Like, oh, I bought this. Like, okay, well, the muffler's on the ground. Perfect. And <laughs> How did that happen? He's like, oh no, what happened? Instead of cutting the cats out, someone took the muffler out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, and yes. yeah. So it's like, you buy a U-shaped box, because I've really never bought anything new, nice, or anything like that, except last year, but we'll get to that. And so it's like, oh, I got this ship box. It runs, I drove it, out comes the cat, out comes the muffler, and just like, I found this pipe on the side of the road, was welded in. Mint. And that's how I lived my life until I got in my 30s. And then last year, two years ago, I bought a brand new um, GMC Canyon. And I had it for a year, and I hated every minute of it. So I sold it last year. So I went from, because it was too nice. I didn't. I didn't want to take care of it. 
Well, you know that feeling when you drive up into a parking lot with a $500 shitbox. You just leave the keys in it. You park it wherever you want. And, like, it doesn't matter. Yep. Because it has no inherent value. Like, you can come out, go grocery shopping, and your shitbox Cherokee is just gone. <sighs> okay. Well, and then uh, you, like, that's can I please it. get a ride home? Right. <laughs> and then you call your buddy, and he comes fix you up, and, like, that's it. But, like, with an actual adult automobile that costs 40 grand, like, you you don't want it to be missing when you get there. You don't want a shopping cart go down the side of it. And it's like, this is, this is stupid. And it's like, yeah. So I sold it, and I bought a Comanche out of uh, Tennessee that lasted probably about three months until I got pulled over with a broken windshield and this it wasn't good and the cop lady was giving me a very hard time with it. so that that came in the garage and is now basically just a shell of what it used to be but does it have a fixed windshield uh, it has no windshield in it now because i'm well it was broken so i had to take it out anyway but i'm doing the whole uh interior swap so it's way easier to work on without a windshield. Mm-hmm. So how did you remove the windshield in it? The old foot method? Asking oh, no. for a friend. So, you know those, um, like, I don't know what to call it. It's like a multi-tool, I think. It, uh, so oh, I'm the oscillating tool? The oscillating yeah. tool? Yeah. So, like, I have friends that, like, do, like, he owns a business and does windshields for a living. Well, and part of his living. And it's like, well, that's inconvenient. I'll just buzz this out. And it works. It's not like the fastest thing. No, but it will get a windshield yeah. back. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it definitely would because yeah, you just got to get through the rubber and then just keep working your way around it for sure. Yeah, it's just your thing. Like, you can just cut it. But like that shitty windshield remover thing that you buy at Harbor Freight, that, there's like a blade on a stick. You're just asking to impale yourself in the other. Oh, no. <laughs> You guys know what I'm talking about? I have never used it, so no. Okay, well, just don't. Like, you're saving yourself, like, a trip to the hospital. Oh, shit. All right, good to know. Speaking from personal don't... experience? Uh, I have one, and... Because I was like, oh, I gotta take a windshield out. And I used it, and I'm like, no. No, I put it... Nope, I'm not doing this. Because... Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can just see this. Because you have to pull it with one hand. It has, like, a string and a knob. And you pull it, and it's not quite sharp enough to like do what you need to do. So you put way too much effort in. You're like, I just, I'm pulling this right in through my, my like whatever veins I have in my arm, it's just gonna be toasted. <laughs> Excellent, great, love it. Yeah. Um, so that. You're gonna... Is that? Are you talking about like the wire, the fine wire that the? Uh, this no, that that works. Yes. Okay. So it's like a stick with a ninety degree knife on it. And it oh, has, like, a, a, te- a tether with, like, a ball at the end that you use to pull with your other hand. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's, like, it doesn't it doesn't look scary until you're using it, and you're like, this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a beheading tool. <laughs> so, essentially, what I'm gathering is that the $50 to get my windshield pulled is going to be worth it. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Or you can call me with the oscillating tool. I have one. Ready to go. 
Yeah, uh, uh, by the time that I pay to get that tool down here and back to you, even, I've spent $45 and I had to do work. See, yeah, sometimes I forget that you do not live close anymore. So, like, yeah, that's a fair point. Right? Like, if I want to borrow the tool, it's going to be a week till I have it. And then it's going to be more time to ship it back. And then after I've shipped it back and to me, yeah, it's just cheaper to pay the idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I only have one because I redid my... Well, I didn't redo it. I took apart my house, and I'm not I'm not qualified to do that. And all the baseboards, nope. I wanted to replace. But they were all under... Like, uh, they floored up to them, so yep. I couldn't take them out. So I had to go around my whole house with that stupid tool and buzz them and create sawdust and terribleness for, like... A week. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, that does not sound fun. Houses are stupid. And then I had to call Tim Clark's dad because I'm an idiot and don't know how to do things with houses because they're different than cars and you can't work on them like you do a car. And so we had to help. I've been doing it all wrong then. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're going to have to elaborate on that because I'm scared now. You can't just pull, like, if you're putting, like, I had a reframe of my bathroom because I wanted to move a closet. Like, you have to leave room for the wood that's not perfect. Like, it's not yeah, steel. It's- you can't just hold it and tack it. Like, it has to fit, but you can't be too tight or you're not getting it in. Like, it's, it's, it's wild. So, like, I measured everything, cut it like I was building something out of metal, and it didn't fit in the hole. Because it's not straight. Because mm. it's made out of wood. Next time, call me. I got you, buddy. I, I do this All for right. a living. I'll, I'll figure it out for you. <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah, houses me and just wood in general is like. How can you build something that's supposed, like, that's even remotely square if the pieces are not straight? So, so that's the thing. Like wood at Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, you the first houses is, are not square. Yeah, no. That's so but, stupid. <laughs> and my house, like old. my house was built in 1956 so it's like square it's like never heard of it. <laughs> well not just that um how about the fact that like the ground's probably settled underneath it too mm-hmm. right. yeah like there's so and there's like there's an addition on my house i found out like the entrance door was never there it used to be where my refrigerator is like it is so many people have had a dick in this house <laughs> oh. it's like a rhombus or a trapezoid yeah like I replaced, my bedroom door frame is an inch off from left to right over 30 inches what the hell yeah, that's, that's yeah, amazing I got, new, I got a new door and i put it in i'm like well i can i can almost get in through this crack and it hits on this side I'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> like why is this like this like why can't you just put a square on it who approved of this plan yeah and then i've had like uh, i think tim came in to do like the heat and he's like what holds the front of your house together like what do you mean he's like it's just a big window there's no what holds your front of your house together like i've never even thought of that he's like yeah there's no structure there's nothing here oh that's cool all right that's cool. Well, it hasn't fallen off yet, so 
So usually with Windows, they do three to four two by fours squished together and they're load bearing beams. It's usually what it is just to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Yeah, no, but like the whole front of my house is there's two huge ass windows and like a door in between them. Like there's like, I think you can count like six two by fours in the whole front of my house. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like it's just window. That's what he's like. This is what holds the front of your house together. Oh no! <laughs> you already answered your question. Six two by fours. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, oh. They're, they're like original, like rough cut lumber, so they're a little bit thicker. It's oh, not that old. Oh dang it! That's not good. That means they're flimsy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still like the like the picture that you see online. It's like old wood and it has like a thousand rings on it. And it's like new wood. It has six. Like yeah. I, it's probably like that type of old, but it's not like. Some guy out back didn't saw it, like, by hand. That's gotcha. fair. So, no. like, <laughs> at least your buggy is built more solid than the house is. Yeah, because, like, you could, well, we don't you like that. Squares in your buggy, or is it rhombuses? I mean, it's, it's rhombuses. Hopefully triangles. Lots of nodes. Hopefully triangles. Yeah, lots of nodes. It's strong. I mean, I wouldn't say it's square. It's chunky. It's chunky. It weighs way too much. What's that bad Larry weighing in at? Forty nine. Yeah, it's like forty nine. Yeah. yeah. Ah, it's heavy. That's not that heavy. Don't make that's, my Jeep feel bad. You're fat shaming heavy. <laughs> my Jeep's fifty five hundred pounds. And you've yeah, seen no, that thing. That's way too many. That's I can't help many. it. It's chunky. It, it's yeah, big boned. Like, Minus two, and I don't know where I can. I want to take five hundred pounds off of it, and I don't know where I'm going to do it. The driver, usually, when the driver goes on a diet, it's a really good way to you know lose lose some weight in the rig. Not that. Emaciate yourself to get just, the rig weight down. <laughs> just evaporate. It's it's just better evaporate. if you're just not a just remote control. It'll do way better. Oh, you want to be an actual human that can do things? Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> no, that's too much weight. <laughs> you want to be able to actually do your job at work? No, <laughs> no, no, I can't be doing that. <laughs> no, like, you have to be, like, questioning whether or not you're, like, the um, health awareness poster for bulimia and anorexia. That That's the ideal form to get a light rig. Well, let me yeah. tell you, boys, I am not that. <laughs> in case you were wondering. And when that's why your rig hasn't moved in years. God dang it. So I when, you have to eat, when you have to eat ice cube sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> you can afford the you bread. Diet, no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're guys being fucking terrible this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. We're not normally this bad, but... Well, no, this is what it's about. It's just a bunch of people talking shit and, like, have no direction. It's like, I'm he's not clean. that interesting. So he's listening. No, no, I'd say you're per- I would say you were pretty interesting. You were uh, solid to hold a conversation with when you yeah. weren't, like, failing to get up the simple ledges. Oh. I want to be there all weekend, not one day. Hey, you know what? In all honesty, I completely respect it because I did the exact same shit, and this, you this, walked up the majority of the cool shit. So 
this guy's union wheeling over here. He's like, ah, I wheel for tomorrow, not today. Hey, I'm in local four, buddy. Oh, he is a union guy. I fucking knew it. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I... It's the first real year with it. So, like, next year will be different. I just wanted to get one year with it if I didn't have to put thousands of dollars back into it to go out the next weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, like, after this year, it'll probably be a little bit more reckless. And I had to, like, figure out the rig. I'm not just going to do what Tim Clark does and show up 14 seconds later upside down with a blown tire. That is... Oh, he did that. Uh, where the hell were we? We were down in Mass somewhere with... Um, I forget where we were. He was running six hours late, like usual. And... Mm. We're all, like, the last trail. We're all, like, ready to pack up, go home. It's been a day. Kim rips in. Like, nothing happened. Hits the first obstacle. Fucking barrel rolls the thing and blows out a tire. That was, is so fucking on point. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, that sucks. I'm like, bro, like, we're all leaving. Like, you just, okay, like, we'll help you. Mm. <laughs> The fucking him just <laughs> walking up Rubicon like, hey guys, <laughs> my the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like, it was like days after. This was literally he drove in, unloaded, drove to where we were. I don't even think he stopped to say hi to everyone. Went up the hospital, barrel rolled, blew a tire up. Like it wasn't. Nothing was even like. Up the temp wasn't even a like a question. Did he like at least have the spare? Because he's got the stupid spare on that rig. So yeah, he had the spare that was flat. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and the spare is hard to get out because it loses air. And I don't know if you've seen the spare tire holder. Like it just it <laughs> just pile drives, it pile drives itself in, and it locks itself. You don't need a strap on it. Like it's just there. <laughs> that's hilarious i didn't know that yeah it's like it's like a hoop and every time he rolls it which is every time he uses it he lands on it and it shoves the tire deeper and deeper into the basket and that, like that's it i'm sorry i'm fucking dying over here because <laughs> that is so on brand it's not funny <laughs> like just the whole picture, like, between that happening, and, like, I'm sure that there was some audio sensory thing that sent him through a fucking loop. <laughs> like, I can't have ATF on my hands. I need to go and wipe this off with leaves. I can't touch a Mickey Sticky with my hands. I now need to go and rub them on the tube before I can go and fix the rig. Air pump? Yep. Never heard of her. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't know he had, like, the, like, I don't know, was it, it's not auditory. Uh, audio sensory. Yeah, audit, like, until, like, recent. Like, he's always been, obviously, like, very particular about things, but, was, like, so I've seen him freaking out over having ATF and, like, sticks and mud on his hands, I'm like, oh, alright. This is a new character development. Yeah, we're right. we'll get you some leaves, bud. Calm down. <laughs> Dude, so we hopped in the trash can from that little endeavor. I, 
Alright, I suppose we have to explain this real quick just to catch everyone back up, but he blew his transmission apart. We didn't know it at the time. It uh, wasn't apart. He took a he popped a freeze plug out. Uh he cracked it, I thought. No. That was the he info that I had. Yeah, he said he cracked it. Well, that's news to me, because I'm pretty sure I've seen it since then. Maybe he didn't cracked it that bad. Not cracked. Just leaves. <laughs> So he blows the freeze plug out and whatever. He hops in the rig and he's like, I'm hot. I'm fucking sweaty. My mullet's fucked up. This is fucked. <laughs> like he's fumbling around with the harnesses. And he's like, just hang on. Give me a second. And then he like snaps the harnesses on. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere without the harnesses. Because like. I don't know, fucking Timmy fucking being Timmy, and he's like, wait, my fucking shirt's sticking to me, and your fuel pump's too fucking loud, this is fucked. Alright, let's Dude, use you as a fucking parts insane. wagon. It's great. I don't, I don't know how you do it. Um, you know... Like, my head hurts just thinking about listening to that, because I had a fuel pump that made a similar sound. And, okay, so um, I'll describe it like this, right? It was, I'm just happy to be there at this point. That, that's a problem that will get fixed. And I admit at this point that it is a problem. Okay. But, at least, I mean, that's the first step. But I'm just happy to be there. And I'm happy to know that my fuel pump is actually working. Compared I mean, to the countless Cherokee and LJ ones that I've destroyed. I guess you have a point. You know it's working because you can Oh, he no, can like, definitely hear it. You can hear it it's, from three towns over. <laughs> it's terrible. But it's, like, I think it's worse than like a 98 Chevy. Like those things you could hear inside your house. <laughs> I don't think I've ever driven one, so I can't make a you comment haven't? on it. No. If you have the opportunity, just take a, just take a listen. <laughs> just turn the fuel pump on and hear the sounds. I'm pretty sure it yeah. is. It's the same style of fuel pump. It's a it's uh, a um, it's an LS. Just um, I went crazy with it. It's a hundred and twenty psi pump into a fifty eight psi system. Yeah, it's, a, it's a stock LS pump, so it's probably <laughs> it's a performance it's LS pump. pump. Yeah, I'm gonna say stock pump is. Um, but yes, I am researching getting a factory. Pump that is the exact same with the AN fittings, so hopefully it'll be quieter or putting it into a sock or something to shut it up. But like I for now, not, I don't. Mm, I heat up. I don't know if it's socks gonna help you with the noise. Listen, yeah, man, I'm just happy to be there. It's external, right? It's not even in the tank. Yeah, it's external. Yeah, so nothing factory came with an external pump. I don't know what you're. No, uh, Ford did. A lot of it's something. Uh, you, it looks like a factory component. It doesn't look like a. Maybe that's the. No, you know what it is. The pump isn't factory. The um, fuel return portion of that is factory. For yeah, it is. Um, and I'm looking at putting a Mustang pump on it because Mustang or some of the Mustangs used Mustang. external pumps. And they I, were for Sean. I just found a. I don't. Know, you'd have to ask him. I forget what it was at this point. But I just used a just a standard aftermarket pump, and it feeds at yeah. the right fuel pressure. Like a Walboro O44 or whatever it is. 
No, it's not one of those. We'd had a bunch of issues at the shop that me and my buddy ran in Beverly uh, with... Um, I mean, I'm not, I don't know specifically that one, but we had issues with a bunch of pumps because they kept sucking up random... There was some RTV and some fuel that was getting passed around, and uh, we were ruining lots of fuel pumps because like RTV snakes would get sucked up into the pump and just sit there, and then it would just blow everything up. And we were wondering why it wasn't pumping fuel or the, the pump wasn't working right. Uh, it's because it was clogged with RTV. Um, Shocking how that works. <laughs> how, many, how many pumps did you go through before you even thought about putting a filter in front of it? <laughs> well, it was with a filter. Uh, it was... We did put filters in front of them after that, but it was one pump in particular that had it, and then it got in... The RTV was in... It was when we were working on Sean's rig, I think, mainly. We don't know how it got there. Oh, no, there was a, the Bronco was sort of involved in this, too, and I think that the RTV somehow was in the Bronco tank. We didn't touch the Bronco tank. We just put it in. Uh, it was a brand new tank. Like, nothing should have been in the, any of this fuel system. It was all new, and somehow there was massive amounts of RTV in it from somewhere. Um, and then those pumps got sort of put on a shelf because at that point we didn't know it was RTV in them. Uh, and then Sean's got it, and then there was RTV in Sean's tank, so we had to get that all out. There was RTV in his fuel rail uh, when he pulled oh that. Uh, it was just a mess uh, for a long time. But How many know. tubes of RTV was used in this process? I don't know. There wasn't a lot, but it was just one of those things where when you have an, RT, uh, an RTV snake that gets sucked up by a fuel pump and then it's in a million pieces, it clogs filters, it clogs fuel injectors, and it goes everywhere, and it's very difficult to remove. You know what? Um, I'm going to have to put this in the fucking notes right now. Like, give me one second here. Before fill pumps. Hmm. Always, always, because you never know what's in tanks, and I never would have expected RTV to be in one, but somebody must have, like, RTV'd the top of a tank on at some point, and it fell in, and it got sucked up. I don't know. It was, <laughs> we, to this day, don't know where it came from. <laughs> and the worst part is, it, it was, because it, it all stemmed from this Bronco, right? Uh, my buddy Jacob was, like, doing all this work on this thing, and we couldn't figure out why it was running like garbage. Uh, obviously, at this point, we know it's fuel. Um, so he's RTV. pulling. I remember, yeah, or his <laughs> the fuel pump. Uh, so he's pulling the pump out. I remember because we had a, we had just put a brand new pump in, and it was running amazing. And then it just stopped running well at all. Like it just wasn't running. Like it was the same thing. It was it was back to not running great. Uh, so he pulls that pump out. Uh, goes to like the the feed side where it's it's pulling uh fuel from and pulls out I kid you not probably like 5 inches of RTV from this brand new pump uh <laughs> it was just so bad uh so yeah keep RTV away from your fuel systems who would have yeah. thought I don't know how that has anything to do with Walboro pumps but uh I don't know it's just trauma RTV fuel pump trauma PTSD it's okay you'll have it use protection but not RTV. Yeah, not RTV. That's not protection. That's like... Like, someone probably makes a gasket for whatever was RTV. Yeah, it's one letter away from STD, so you know it's like it's like STDs for fuel pumps. You don't want to be trading that Re around. Really? I would have never guessed. Mm. <laughs> there's, there's no pill to fix that one either. Dang it. <laughs> that one sticks with you for life? <laughs> yep. So, uh, RTV is apparently the STDs of fuel pumps? 
Mint. Yes. Noted. Um, Look, you've gone through like eight different engine options you're putting in a Cherokee. Like, what? Do you actually know what you're doing, or is this all for like the podcast so people have something to talk about? At this uh, point, he's just going to put a steam engine in it and power it with wood. <laughs> you want you want the honest answer? I'll give you the honest answer. Uh, I'm. I really wanted to do the five O. The five O was. It's been one of those things where I've always wanted a five O Cherokee, and then I became much more poor, much more rapidly, uh, because the overtime kind of slowed down, and. Um, so I'm sticking with either a 4-liter or an LS because I can put an LS in for a hell of a lot less than the cost of a Terminator um, due to the fact that the nose is coming off or might not be. I don't know, but that's a off-air discussion. It's a uh, moving the, target and you have a dart, but the you, you don't know where it's going to land one day to the next. Yes, basically long story short is... There are enough other problems with my rig at this point that with the amount of money that I have uh, available to fix everything, because wheeling is a prohibitively expensive hobby, uh, I, I've got other targets to hit, like the fact that uh, it's cracking behind the motor mounts, and like I could potentially plate it and get by for another season, but I don't know if that's the route I even want to go down. Long story short, uh, there are structural problems due to the weight of the rig that I have to fix first. Well, just cut the front off like Greenleaf did. Yeah, that's that's the plan. I bought the tube already. Yeah, um, and then just put an LS in it because it's the only sensible thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm very pro LS. I think I've done over a dozen LS swaps. Well, so like, that was my thing. But it's just people people are doing them wrong, and I I want to address that. Okay, you're, hit us with it. You're not supposed to take them apart. Yes, <laughs> you're supposed to take them out of the rotted truck that you bought it from, or whoever has the rotted truck. You're supposed to maybe hose it off, and just plop it in. Don't, oh, don't take anything off. What about the uh, manifolds? Because I have to swap the manifolds. Well, you have to take the manifolds off to weld all the broken hardware out. But yeah, okay. but like, leave the intake on. Leave okay. the valve covers on. Just leave it a gross pile of shit. And slap and it just, in there? And you just put it in. And right. re- reflash your stock computer. Because unless you're doing a turbo or anything else, just use your factory harness and your factory computer. We just That's talked fun. about me being broke, so the turbo idea is out the window. Um, right. So and just put it down. the other uh, thing that I will say that is appealing about this at the moment is uh, if the nose is coming off, uh, I can fix the Cherokee problem by not putting a Cherokee radiator back in it. So that's appealing. Are you going to put it in the back? No. No. Um, okay. So what else? Full loss cooling system. So what water, water. I said, if you don't put the radiator in the back, nothing else fits in the front of a Cherokee besides a Cherokee radiator. That implies that it's going to stay Cherokee radiator or Cherokee with up front. Oh, I'm gonna no, make he's gonna wheels. make it. Oh ugly. no, he's gonna make it ugly. I'm pretty sure the Cherokee radiator can cool an LS. No, <laughs> they don't like to. Don't um, 
if you put it in the front, you have a fighting chance, but if you put it in the back, you don't. I had yeah. a Cherokee Radiator. Tim had a Cher We all had Cherokee Radiators. They do okay oh. if you if you put all the big fancy fans on it and all that stuff, but if it's in the front, it has a fighting chance. In Long the rear. story short, basically what I was looking at doing is... Um, I forget what the width is, but we looked into it, and I should be able to, with the width of the front frame rails, fit a, um, what was it? It was a 30 by 24. Okay, so like a little bit bigger? A lot bigger. Factory is supposed to be, um, what was it? No, it was a... 30 by 20. Factory is 32 by 13. Yeah, so you got some surface area. So I will be massively increasing the surface area on it. Um, mm, massively? Read those numbers back to me, Haas. <laughs> uh, 32 by 13 versus a 30 by 20. Uh, essentially, you pick up about 25% more cooling surface plus an extra three row or an extra yeah, row. You're right. You're right. Um, it's like 416 versus 600. Yeah. Uh, that's cubic inches or square inches. That was some multiply math. Decent yeah, I got little picker. I'm not that smart. I was going to say, wow, we're <laughs> over here. Yeah. So, like, that's a decent little pickup in the amount of cooling area. And I'm not going to have anything up front once the nose comes off to, like, actually interfere. I'm going to have to build brackets. So my thought was use the bottom of the frame rail and just build a bracket across it to mount the radiator to. And uh, inset it down to the bottom of the radiator. Or down to the bottom of the frame rail. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, not that smart. You better get rid of your steering. Yeah, it's going hydro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing that might cause an issue would be track bar, but I don't see how that's going to have an issue. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, because I, I cut off the front of my Cherokee, too. Like The factory frame rails are gone. You know, and, like, I don't claim to be the smartest individual out there, but, like, it's a lot easier to go... Um, Logan picked up a free 4.8. He knows another guy that has a 4.8 for 250 bucks with wiring harness and computer. Like, you know what I mean? It's not that hard for me to be like, okay, cool. I can make this and justify this. And then we know a guy that can flash the computer. So, like, flash the computer, build motor mounts, all that. And then... I personally think that if I have a bone stock 4.8 into an AX15 in my current transfer case setup, it'll probably live. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. I'm planning, well, now I'm planning on putting an AX15 behind the 5.3 in the Comanche. It was supposed to be a TR4050, but they're four grand now, and I don't want to spend that. Yeah. I mean,. I'm not that smart. I don't claim to be that smart, but my thought is that the 4.8's probably going to eventually be more reliable than the 4.0. But that's not saying next season it's not going to come back out on the 4.0 either. Like, it's entirely possible that it just comes back out on the 4.0 and, like, I'll do the LS the following year. Um, I don't... I mean, 
if you're already doing all that front end work and making motor mounts, wouldn't it make sense to make your motor mounts for one engine rather than remake them for a different one? Yes yeah, and no. Facts. Um, <laughs> like, so my gonna, thought was that I was winter of cutting it up and putting a different engine in. Yeah. My thought was that I already am going to have the uh, 2x3 188 wall, so I was just going to make two plateaus to sit my nice brand new Iron Man mounts onto and bolt them down. Because the engine's already basically there, and like I don't love it, and I really don't want to leave the 4-liter in there because I have a diametric hatred of 4-liters. But... It's a big word. I also... Do we want to just spill the beans? What beans? The beans. Um, essentially, like, the, the time frame that I had has been shortened due to recent events, and I'm going to go and be scouting out some new properties. So, as a result of the scouting new properties at the start of the season, because once my season gets rolling next year, I have multiple events to go to. Um, I, I just I don't have the amount of time that I thought I was going to have, so I'm just trying to make everything work. And I, I don't gonna, have the money. Yeah, that's fair. I thought you were going to drop we, the beans on your sex change that you're doing the next year. I thought that's what uh, you're doing. No, yeah. everyone already knows that I'm gay because I drive a Cherokee. There's no defending uh, anything else. I don't even need to go past that because I am so fucking gay for driving a Cherokee that it gave me autism. Yeah, that's not getting clipped right now. Luke's gay. Okay. <laughs> I don't want that to get clipped. I can stay in there. I've been dating Morgan for eight years now. <laughs> so, like, I'm secure enough in my sexuality. So, if Cherokees make you autistic, how many have you had? Um, oof, nine, nine. Okay, so, so at me at seven, I must, I must be at least on the spectrum, right? Oh, you're getting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. yeah. There's a reason that when you pulled up, we were just like, oh, hey, this dude's cool. It was like Spectrum Bros meeting for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> the telekinesis. Yeah. <laughs> I, Dude, I just can't get over the way that you made an entrance because we were just sitting there with me and Curtis. And we're like, yep, alright, that's cool. What's that? I had, I had such a bad time getting to the evening ranch. Yeah, tell like, us about that. I heard it got a little oh, warm. Yeah. It got a little warm a couple of occasions and a little yeah. more. I heard more than that. I mean, yeah, the truck was on fire a couple times. <laughs> Minor details. Minor details. Like I had a I went through one whole fire extinguisher and yeah. So I had on the way to Good Evening Ranch, there was <laughs> two trailer tires at different times. The truck caught on fire at least a half a dozen times. But the last time, I took out all the fiery material and just left it burning on the side of the highway. So why? And, what is done to your truck that would cause it to catch on fire? Because I'm assuming it's not stock. It's not stock. And that's the problem. So oh. I've had that truck for 10 years, and it hasn't been stock for a while. But So it has a second-gen swap 
with a S four sixty seven turbo. Fuck, that's a big goddamn turbo, boy. Well, it's actually smaller than the turbos I took off of it. But oh right, I forgot it was compound. Yeah, it was compound compounded for like five it, years, six years. Did it ever catch on fire when it was compound? No. Then what the fuck are you doing, Tim? <laughs> well, so the downpipe when you second gen swab it and put a four hundred frame turbo on it, there isn't a ton of room for a four inch downpipe between that and the firewall. And okay. my dumbass didn't take out the fire retardant material on the firewall that everyone knows and hates. Mm-hmm. So when you pull a hill that's seven miles long in Maryland or whatever route that was. Yeah, Maryland. Yeah, and you, Maryland. And you don't have an EGT gauge, so you don't know how hot it is, they it just catches me. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Might be time for an EGT gauge. Well, the no, no, because no, I don't know how hot it is. He doesn't want to know okay. how hot it is. That's fair. Just, I, under, I can respect that. The gauge is there. It's just not hooked up to anything. Oh, well. Meh. Yeah. So it was cool the whole time. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay. it's, done this, it's done this before, like, not to this extent. And um, my girlfriend, Kristen, definitely hates me for it because she dreads going in the truck because she just knows it's going to catch on fire. <laughs> She's on fire duty the whole time? Yeah, I can imagine why. <laughs> yeah, okay, so how do you know when the truck is on fire? Like, what is the tell? Um, flames, usually. Where would they come <laughs> out from? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you're driving on the highway, like, how are you like, yep, truck's on fire. Pull over. So, uh, so you get the first hint at a very distinguishable smell. Uh, it's, mm. it's almost palatable, the smell. Like, you can, mm. you can almost taste it. Um, does it does it taste like um, fiberglass and a little bit of like oil with a side of uh, Dodge sadness? Yeah, you can you can probably describe it as that. Okay, so yeah, yeah. very very distinct, awful so, smell. Like, but then when you're towing a trailer through these mountainous, you're just like, hmm. Well, do I pull over here and then have to catch it on fire again at the next hill, or do you just see how far you can go until like there's actual flames? Yeah, maybe it'll it'll extinguish itself. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah, like the wind the wind will put it out. We're doing eighty miles an hour. How bad can it be? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude! <laughs> just just <laughs> stoke the fire. I want to flames that it'll just smolder. And smoldering is not right. as dangerous. Like I have, I definitely have a scar on my arm from taking the smoldering fire retardant material out of the truck on the highway. Why didn't you just like use your girlfriend's sweatshirt or something? It would have been safer. Well, because it was behind, like, it was on the firewall. Yeah, so he just wrapped your arm in her sweatshirt and then grabbed it. There was no room. There's an engine mm. there. Mm. Yeah, okay. like, if okay. you're not familiar, that particular side of the Dodges is a little bit tight. No, I, yeah, I haven't ventured down the world of diesels yet, so. It's a little tight where the downpipe goes down, which is uh, part of the reason that we're having all this discussion right now. Yeah. Um, so slightly off topic, but still on topic question. If you've had that truck for 10 years, is there any chance that you ever went to uh, Thunder and Mun- or Thunder and Muncie or the Indiana Diesel Nationals? Uh, so I've been to the Pennsylvania Diesel Nationals. 
So, another that's... story. I used to be, hev- uh, not heavily, but pretty involved in the diesel scene up in New England. Yep. For a few you years. Crazy so... Carl? Crazy Carl? No. Okay, sorry. He's crazy. His name's Carl. Hard to forget. Yeah, it's mo- well, like, mostly like New Hampshire. So, like, if no one's prior out of it. Like, the 603 Diesel Club, like, they put on events and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was involved in it, like, at the beginning, it, but it kind of turned into just a bunch of 17-year-old kids with their dad's trucks doing burnouts and drinking beers at the dragway. So I kind of oh, got yeah. out of it. But, like, for a while, we, me and my friend Mike, he had a pretty done-up third gen and he did truck pulling so for a few years we would travel around and go truck pulling with north carolina we've gone to pennsylvania a few times just all over the place yeah i Um, asked about the uh if you've been to thunder and muncie or the indy diesel nationals because my dad used to be really involved with that right around like seven years ago so yeah. I didn't know if you, because we were at English Town almost every one of their diesel events. It was awesome. Yeah, we never made it there. He was, I mean, I don't know. Did they have truck pull? I mean, we tried to get out as much as we could, but seven years ago we also didn't have any dollars. Well, I didn't. He had all of them, but he spent them all. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> I went to Rudy's down in North Carolina a couple times. That was fun. Yeah, I started, uh, we're not allowed back in a certain hotel in North Carolina because of me, but. (laughs) What the fuck did you do? Well, the long story short is the hotel got seal coated that weekend. Oh, it just helped to improve the seal coat. Yeah, I started a burnout competition between a bunch of truck dudes and then left and got dinner. And then came back and the place was surrounded by police and all that stuff. So yeah. weren't even there. How did you get blamed? It sounds like bullshit. I get, uh, so anyone that was involved with the the diesel event is not allowed that. Oh, we know but how that I, goes. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in a few minutes, I guess. Um, I, yeah, so that was single-handedly my fault. So, funny story about that. A good friend of my dad's, uh, and I'm going to say myself, who uh, just very recently passed, but uh, we were out at Thunder in... No, it wasn't Thunder in Muncie. This was the Indiana uh, Diesel Nationals. So, he had a white 24 valve on a brand new set of 35125 km ones or twos i think it was right when the twos came out and um some guy goes to him dualies can't do burnouts and he had just got done putting like a detroit locker into the dana 80 under the truck and he goes oh diesels dualies can't do fucking donuts and burnouts okay cool lights them up all the way around the fucking parking lot Kicks the truck sideways, backs into his parking spot, grabs his beer, goes, yep, no problem here. And that started the whole sequence of events that got my dad and him all kicked out of the hotel for next year. So, Mm -hmm. fucking awesome shit out there. Those farm boys know how to get down. Indiana is different. Yeah, dude. When it comes to diesel trucks and diesel performance, it's just... It's different. You think you go out there with a rowdy setup, and you're like, I should have stayed home. 
Like this isn't mm-hmm. even this isn't even fun anymore. Like I brought a power wheels to this event. Just doing the same <laughs> shit. So <laughs> I remember we went back next year. Next year we got a uh fucking decent little hotel, but it was kicked off to the side. The cops showed up when the group started arriving and they go, listen, here's the deal. There's an industrial park down here that is not owned current or it's owned by like an investment firm. If you guys keep the party in the back parking lot down there, we don't care. And there was dudes that had a jet engine strapped in the back of an OBS 7.3 that were, like, launching that thing across the parking lot. Weirdest shit I have ever seen. People were doing, uh, or, like, had signs on their trucks just parked in the hotel parking lot. We'll do repairs for tires. Like, that night, the cops were there until probably 5 a.m. And, um... I saw my first set of titties that night, so that was a good night. Oh yeah, good memory. That's wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> yep. Um I will never be able to hear Cypress Hill rock superstar without thinking about that. Thinking so, about the titties or the burnouts? Yeah, all of it, because that all mm. happened at once. Mm. Makes sense. What a um, terrible song to remember that by. Hell no, it's great. That unlocks childhood <laughs> memories, dude. It doesn't matter how bad the song is. I got to see Farm Girl titties in Indiana to that song. On a stripper pole rigged up to a fifth wheel. It that doesn't get like better. A, I was going to say, it sounds like a party to me. I'm in. Sign me up. Um, yeah, so uh, Crazy Carl, the reason I asked about him is he lived in New Hampshire, if I remember right, and he was building triple turbo setups back then. I was say, yeah, triple turbos, that's like a like not newer thing, but that wasn't back then. Like compounds yeah. were a big thing. Compounds were a big thing. He had a he had like his own fab setup and he was making the pipes and everything and selling the kits and whatnot. And I remember the last event that we went to, he had a M90 feeding, I don't know what it was, but I know it was based off of a massive housing S400. I want to say it was like a 104. Yeah, that's right. Like only an Eaton M90? That thing's... Yeah, I'm saying an M90 because we are talking about something that happened eight years ago, and I know it was a massive, or to me, it was a supercharger that was shaped like an M90. I, I'm just guesstimating as to what yeah. it was. It was probably something way fuller than that because you got a M90 on like a 3.8 liter pump. Um. Either way, though. It was just fucking nuts, and if I remember correctly, the last setup I saw him running was a Pro Charger on that same turbo. Yeah, so. Diesel diesel stuff is... I mean, it's so much fun, but do you think wheeling is expensive? There's a reason I'm into... The foundational reason I am into wheeling is because diesel stuff is expensive, and I could buy Cherokees for 900 bucks. Fucking love diesel shit, but I just I don't know. It's too much money yeah. to do well. But it is fun, like going to work in your one ton pickup truck on thirty fives and just 
this pulling on uh, Mustangs and Camaros when it would work. <laughs> like, there's just something about it. Like, this shouldn't be fast. Yeah. And then it is. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about your... Uh, so, okay, anyway. So, you were talking about the fires on the way there. Now, do we want to talk about the fire that was put out rapidly while you were there? <laughs> in, like, yeah. in the squeeze? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> do you remember, Tim? Wasn't, I don't remember. Or the battery? Oh, I mean, that wasn't that much of a fire. No, but it was still exciting for the turn of events that how it happened. Well, I wasn't that excited. You guys were very excited. <laughs> All right, never mind. The it, Cody, would you please tell the story here? Because uh, I'm very there. excited about this. I had a I had a weekend of fiery events, like another fire. I was just like, oh. Well, I just thought it was absolutely hilarious that your battery moved, caught on fire, or like grounded out, and then there was like a flame. But it's it like slid into the petcock on your radiator, so it instantly put the fire out. And I just thought that little like it almost what was that like Rube Goldberg machines, like what are those called? Or like the automatic machines were like Rube something Goldberg. Happened. Rube Gold. It was like kind of like that. It was like pling pling pling, and then it was just perfect. Like I just thought that was it was it was the perfect sequence of events to be a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> and then the fact that your lovely girlfriend found the petcock somehow underneath the vehicle, which just still blows my mind to this day. I don't even. She is, she is the most stubborn person I've ever met. She in this weirded what? me out the fucking first time she ever talked to me because, like, uh? I was. <laughs> that is the craziest way I've ever heard you talk about one of our guests' significant other. <laughs> I was <laughs> going into the store. She weirded me out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm at work, and she goes, or she sent me a message about the cabins and it was just like out of the blue message request so like i go to the profile i don't recognize jack shit on there and like it was some just uh, the way that the messages were phrased was very like what like i couldn't tell if it was ai or like <laughs> and then like i'm like uh okay i'll look into that and call them uh okay and then i meet her in real life and she's the fucking nicest person i've ever met at a wheeling event well yeah she's very she takes charge of everything which is great for me because she just takes charge but if it if there's something happening and there's a possibility of not going correctly like you're all done like it's gonna be she's gonna call you she's gonna let you know She's going to take care of it until that's satisfied, and then she can be okay. That is the opposite of Graham by the furthest extent possible. Oh, oh that's what it was. It was uh, talking about a trailer at Good Evening Ranch. That was what the message said? Or she was she just was, talking? She was talking about renting a trailer. And it was like, hey, uh, the, so the for this XYZ event, uh, <laughs> what do you know about a tr renting a trailer? And, like, just the... It was a paragraph about this that was just weird, man. <laughs> because they try to put us in the camper out back. Oh because they, they they double booked our cabin because they got, two, they got two phone calls at the same time. And they both, in the office, booked the same cabin for two people. So we got bumped out. 
and they were just gonna let us like shack up in some old but nice but uh, was it it's old but it's clean trailer <laughs> that they had out back somewhere mm-hmm. for like it was like fifty dollars less and we're just like okay I guess. <laughs> I guess. It's a roof over my head, sure. <laughs> yeah, like, like I prefer a cabin, but yeah, I guess we'll stay in like your 1985 Shasta. <laughs> Dude, my favorite thing about her was when she posted on Facebook saying, hey, is anybody selling a truck? It was just a blanket statement. And then like 16 people were like, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I'd be interested in selling my truck. And he wrote back, we are looking for an extremely specific truck. Like, it was just great. It was just like, you know, she's trying. And I respect oh, that. Yeah. No, she's trying. She she's makes awesome. my life so much easier on everyday basis. So oh, I was yeah. like, I, I can't complain. I was dying when Timmy was wigging out, and she's like, I'm going in the woods to get the biggest leaves I can. <laughs> and she comes back with leaves that are, like, twice the size of my hand, and hands them to Timmy. Yeah, she's, she's the girl. He's doing his little princess act about the ATF. <laughs> the biggest clear. leaves I can find. <laughs> yeah, and she, like, is fine, like, Wants to go in the buggy, wants to be a part of it. Like, doesn't have. If I tell her, like, yep, yeah, we're going to be fine, there's no, like, hesitation. It's okay, yep, yeah, I trust you. And there's no, like, well, I want to get out for this. It's just, you say I'm going to be fine, I'll be fine. Oh, that's it, awesome. It's I awesome. Am... I don't have to, I don't have to worry about her. She, and then, like, if she wants to go out and do something, I don't have to be like, oh, she, she wants me back. She wants me to do, nope, she's just going to go do her own thing. And not care about anything. And that's it. I am currently struggling at the moment, but we've made some headway. Morgan is finally going wheeling again, and it's with Graham and Curtis. So she's staying away from Graham is kind of the the thing. Um, she's actually excited to see Graham and have Graham there. So I'm I'm kind of confused, but okay with it. She's gonna geek out when she meets the the other half of him now. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be like a whole new world for her. Be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. <laughs> Sorry, um, Timmy. Didn't mean to cut off your story there. No, no worries. I don't even know where we're going. Oh, oh, yeah, like yeah, even, I, oh sorry, go, go, like, go, go. Like we even bought a sliding camper this year because of wheeling, and it's like she's like, no, like we'll we will buy it. Like, okay, like we has like we're just going like we use it when we're not wheeling, but she's like, no, like. I'm, I'm a part of this. Okay. Hell yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. that's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's very, it's nice to have someone that not only, like, in, enjoys what, like, your hobby, but, like, wants to be a part of it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, so did you actually end up finding the truck you were looking for, or is that still to be determined? So, like, there's like 14 of them for sale on Auto Trader, but at at this point, like cash is like I spent a lot of cash this, this summer, like on house things and shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, they're the trucks I'm looking at are just way too much money. So I'm probably gonna wait, save up some money over the winter, and try to get a truck payment that's less than a thousand dollars a month. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that being nice. Yeah, so it's like I'm looking at trucks that are. 70 75 grand it's like this isn't 
I don't want to spend this money. Mm. So if I have to, like some cash to just put down and try to lower that payment. Because no matter what, it's a shit ton of money that I don't want to spend. Yeah. What are you looking at getting? Uh, a 22 F350 with black leather and a center console. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, that's a big money truck. Yeah. 6.7? Six, 6.7 seven. Six, seven, and in 22, or in 2020, they put the 10-speed in. But in 22, they changed the dash and it has the bigger screen. So it's like it's a one year one year only interior because in twenty three they went to the new body style which it looks like it has Down syndrome so I don't want it. <laughs> Dude, those six sevens are nice fucking trucks. They are. Yeah, and it's been around since what twenty eleven. So like they had the problems in the beginning. Like we've had cabs off of them, and like they've had their problems. But they've been around for so long. They seem to have fixed all. This. The shitty problems. Like they don't chew through turbos every thirty thousand miles anymore, and you don't have to replace the heads because they don't work anymore. That's horrifying. I'm poor, so if I'm looking at any of them, it's going to be a 2012 or a 2013. You just you can't buy a Cummins with an automatic, even with the ASN. Like they're junk. Chevys will rot out before you get to hit 200k. They're all rotting out. It doesn't matter what. Just pick your favorite interior and go with it. Like they're all shit boxes. Mm-hmm. I just like the Ford because it's boring. My Ford yeah. is very boring, and I like it. They're that's boring. Right. Everyone has one. And like that's that's why. Like they're cheaper than the Duramax. Sure, they don't ride as good, but like you're still getting all the truck that you want. To be honest with you. I don't have any complaints about the ride quality, and mine's a 2012. Like, it's nothing fancy, but even with the 6.2, it tows a Cherokee just fine. I'd, I don't have that much weight that I'm trying to move, right? Like, my trailer setup weighs 7,400 pounds, 7,500 pounds, depending on what's on it, if I have the spare or not on there, not in the truck. Yeah, so. I mean, it's not terribly heavy. No, a gas job does it. It just can't pass a gas pump. They can pass the second gen. (laughs) Yes, you can. You can pass the second gen. But yeah, you're not pulling hills and passing people in the fast lane. Uh, No, it it does do that. It's got 430s and it's about 488s. It it does that. Fair enough. Uh, it just can't pass a gas pump. Like it Amen is to that, brother. <laughs> Amen to that. Holy, that is the like, like four miles a gallon towing. Not that bad. Uh, no? Nine to eleven. Oh, I fucking oh. wish I'd kill for nine or eleven. Holy um, shit. The problem with that is that I am one of those people where, like, I wig out if my gas gauge gets below a quarter. All right, quarter is empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You should have so. seen me on the way to Good Evening Ranch. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, like, actually cutting, like, honest to God, cutting it close. Like, we were counting the miles, it was, not, even, not even miles, uh, like quarter the, miles. The gauge had one tick left on it for that final hill up before you're, oh like, at level ground before Good Evening Ranch, <laughs> like, on the main road. And it went very quickly to no ticks left. And I was like, I know there's a gas station up here. We are 
we're very close. I only had to fill up once before we left and once right in the middle, and I'm not filling up 15 minutes away from the park. I'd rather be at the final gas station and then <laughs> fill up. And we did it, but it was very close. Very fucking close. Yeah, That's especially fine. on, like, road trips, a quarter, quarter tank is empty. Like, start looking yeah. for fuel. Yeah. And, like, I've been... There's a couple of areas um, going through Virginia where you just... You're in nothingness. Like, yeah, there's a gas station off the highway, but it's ten miles off the highway. And, like, if you're running low, that ain't that ain't kosher. And especially in places like that, with a diesel, it's worse. Because, like, oh, you get to that gas station, and it's just that. It's a gas station. Yep. Be like, ah, uh, great. I gotta go back on the highway and try to find this diesel. Or, like, going through, like, New Jersey, they're like, diesel. Like, never. I don't, we don't have that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay, so, like, have to make it through New Jersey on what we have. Jersey's not real. No, it's, a, it's, it's like so Ohio. bad. New Jersey just smells bad. So does Ohio. They're both not real. They're both terrible places. Most of, like, the middle of the country is mostly just like, okay, what do you do here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, says, Kyle seems to make Ohio look okay, but, like... Who's Kyle? Uh, Hall and Crawl Kyle Slater. I know oh, I'm yeah, pronouncing yeah. it, but that's done on purpose because he's a good dude and just poking fun. Um, but yeah, but there's, no, there's no wheeling out in the middle of the country. You can see until like the earth curves. Yeah. <laughs> it's just corn. You can wheel on corn. There you <laughs> go. That's an idea. I don't think it'll go well, though. Look at uh, Whistling Diesel lighting his Ferrari on fire. <laughs> yeah. And the rental van. That's I think the, Yeah. I think the rental van catching on fire was a little bit more funnier than like the Ferrari that was supposed to get ruined anyway. But for you, you know, things catching on fire and then putting them out, you're good at it. So, like, honestly, wheeling on corn might not be a terrible idea. Hey, yeah, I have like, a question. Have you ever hung out with a guy named Ryan that has a white Bronco? Because you two have a lot of similarities, and I want to see what catches a fire when you two get together. <laughs> uh, I have not, and I tried to keep my fire experiences to a minimum. Uh, um, it just, like, I, I, I think I fixed the truck now. Really? Is all the flame retardant material removed? Yeah, all the flame retardant material is removed, and I put that shiny gold stuff on the firewall. So oh, it's like, it's a, yeah, it's a fucking race truck. It's going to be hilarious when the <laughs> floorboard catches fire on the inside. I was going to say, he's, he moved the fire, so now it's reflecting off the gold stuff. It's going <laughs> to the next. Sorry, I'm not trying thing. to be a jackass. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I just saw an opportunity there. Um, no, but seriously, Ryan's a great dude, and he's in the area that you guys wheel, so he's a he's a riot, and I want to see what catches fire, because both of you guys could probably burn down Ma Bell without meaning to. <laughs> yeah, but the only problem with Ma Bell is you, you can't trail it there. Yeah, you can. I, what are you talking about? I mean, you can, but it's not, like, wicked convenient. That's fair. I'll give you that. It's not convenient, but you can. I and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put the rig on a trailer and drive somewhere, yeah, you're not going to my bell. I'm not going to my bell. No, I, I, dude, I mean, when I'm I come go up, up, sorry, go ahead. 
No, it's like if I'm going to trailer and I have no destination and just like going for the day, I'm just going to go to the property that we lease in Wakefield. That's fair. Wakefield? Like, yeah, oh, Wakefield Manager. Uh, the Rockahawks lease. It's like oh, 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yep. Yeah, we lease like 60 acres out there. It and just have, around there. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like we make the rules so there, like, there is no rules. We don't have to listen to anyone. Well, hmm. I know Ayasha and Mikey were inviting us out at the end of the year to go and hang out and go check out some of the trails and cut some shit. So we'll have to check yeah. it out, see what's see what's out there. And then we have uh, NEA has Grafton. I was just there last weekend cutting a trail, and like that's a big property. That's five hundred fifty acres. Yeah, they were they were just talking about that at the uh, the meeting. They were saying how it's like a shit ton of like op like it's a, like there's so much available, but you just have to go and cut it. They were saying so that's kind of got cool a lot hear. of potential. Yeah, yeah, it has a shit ton. Like well, I only saw a little bit because we just cut a trail. That's all I was basically doing there. But it was two of mine where they used to mine mica. So it's like it's cool. There's like a stream. It's like you're in the middle of the woods, and there's like really old like stuff going on that you would never see and like you wouldn't even know you'd come up to it like this was something but like what the hell was this this is a big hole in the ground <laughs> that's fucking cool <laughs> and we're, yeah we're trying to make uh like a line that goes through like this big cavernous mine where they mine mica out of oh shit that's really cool yeah it's gonna be sick but it's like you have to get more people up there and not everyone likes to do work days. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a, my thing. It's like, like, and again, I know, you know, it's part of the thing. I get it. Like everybody's already giving me shit for the words that I'm about to say, but like, it's also like, damn, like I just worked all week and I'm going to pay to drive two and a half hours to then work. It's like, fuck. Like, like I, I don't know. But it's it, terrible. It's Especially when like, it isn't an or, I mean, I wouldn't say it's not organized, but like, there isn't like, Oh, this person owns this land. They want to do this. It's oh, the NEA leases this. We need more trails. Yeah, go so do something here. <laughs> yeah, go, go do it. But like, there's no not there's no direction, but there is like less direction than like like we followed trails. Like someone marked it, like went this and like want to go this way, but that person wasn't there that weekend. So it's like, well, did you want to go this way? Did you want to go this way? And um, I think it would be better if someone just like I'm in charge of this property. This is what we're doing, and like for the most part, there are a few people like that that's doing grafting. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it just needs more people up there that want to work because it's not. I mean, it's not going to get done by itself, and it's not. We had four people there last weekend. Like we caught a trail, but it, it sucked. With four people. The trail sucked or doing it sucked? Doing it sucked. Like we caught a whole trail on a Saturday with four people. Like it wasn't a big trail, but like you're still cutting trees, moving trees, pulling branches out of the way, moving rocks. Like it wasn't like the most fun. But if you had yeah. 20, 20 people there, you could make quick work of it. You were moving rocks on a rock crawling trail? Blasphemy. Yeah. Well, it was also out of a mine. You had all like the discarded material, and it's just a big pile of loose rocks. Huh. So it's like 
you can you can drive over it and you're just gonna send rocks down the hill. So like everything's loose and terrible until you drive over it a few times and move all the movable rocks out of the way. I'm I'm definitely excited to come and check it out from what especially from what you guys are just saying too. It seems like it'd be a really good time. So hopefully next year make some time to go and check that next shit out. Next year. Oh wait, yeah, when do they this, close it? The, la- the last weekend is this weekend. Gotcha. For this Get on year, there, buddy. For what? For the um for the working days. This is the last oh. planned weekend. Cuz then they it, it it closes off and they do they rent it out for hunting, I think. Hunting and, and then st- one singular snowmobile trail is what they were saying. Gotcha. Hey, all right, you know, I made it out to my, my first and ever NEA meeting, all right? I said that's pretty Jesus dang Christ. good, all right, Graham? Your you know, you take, you take it fucking easy over there, bud, mm-hmm. okay? Fucking high and mighty. Jeez. That's right. We're going we're gonna to wheel Wakefield probably till it snows. Because that's our property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to get out there, too. Definitely want to go check that shit yeah. out. Less people have interest of wheeling, like winter wheeling, because it just sucks. Yeah, you that as you say you don't have body panels too so like that like then you're putting on snowmobile gear to sit and like i feel like that'd get chilly quick yeah it's terrible <laughs> and there's um oh um and there's a big snowmobile trail that runs right through our property so it's like mm-hmm. to if it is snow on the ground to get trailers up to like our landing area it's gonna be it's just not it's not worth it to go have a miserable time in the cold. Like, I'm all set. Or you could just go to Brookridge or Battlegrounds and just go shred some greens. Or well, blues. there's one here. Like, we're setting up a racetrack in, in Wakefield. Ooh. Hell yeah. Because yeah. some of us like to go fast. We don't all like to go crawling. That makes sense. I mean, for you guys, especially with, like, St. Germain, and then you have you, and then you have... Um... Oh my god, I'm blanking on Greenleaf's name. God damn it, that's terrible of me. Like you know, Gosh. you guys, you yes. Uh, well, I was I couldn't think of his whole name, so the fact that I even came up with Greenleaf is a. Uh, I mean, he most oh, everyone like, mostly knows him by Greenleaf, so. Yeah, no, no. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of cool that you guys are favoring too that like, especially being like Rockaholics, which is like you know slow rock on with your red labels. So it's cool that um you guys are putting away a little bit of area for you guys. That's red. Well, luckily for. Me, there's no rocks in the area where I'm going. There's a couple, but like, yeah, like the, this, the property is pretty much separated. Like we have the main driveway and to the right, there's all the rocks and hill climbing and all that stuff. And then to the left, it's kind of like a swampy mess, but there's trails out there and you can go fast. I almost hit a deer like with the buggy doing like 25, 30 miles an hour. It came out of yeah, it came out of nowhere. I'm ripping down a trail, and then this poof, deer. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, how often do you almost hit a deer in your rock crawler? <laughs> Not very often. No, yeah. I can't have. <laughs> well, if you keep it street legal, I mean, then there's a bigger chance. But you know, you don't want to do oh, that. Yeah. No. Well, no. The Comanche. All right. So I'm building a Comanche too, but that's gonna have license plates. Oh, so you're saying saying the girlfriend might have something to drive around in, huh? Oh no, because I'm there's gonna be three pedals, and she refuses to learn how to drive with three pedals. Lame. That's cool. I get it, but it's lame that she won't learn. She definitely should. You should just put her in it and tell her to figure it out. Yeah, she would just get out, and not do it. 
Dang it. <laughs> yeah, she's like very against learning how. Actually, not going to say very. She did go once with my friend George and Miata to like try to figure it out. And then she came back. Like she's like, Miata is a bad car to learn in. No, it's not terrible at all. Would you rather that or like an 800 horsepower stick Cummins? Uh, um, the second option? Yeah. Get to Honestly, learn how? Yeah, you, you just can't stall it. As you say, you don't even have to press the throttle. You just fucking and then go. <laughs> yeah, but you're not gonna learn. You just you've learned like bad habits doing that. Fair, honestly, I honestly I will say the easiest vehicle to drive would be a Volkswagen Jetta. Those things are so stupid simple to like. The pedal is like two pounds. Like there's barely any effort to it, and they'll grab with zero throttle. Have you been in a Miata? Uh, no, actually, I have it's, not. It's a, it's a toy car. Yeah, it's not real. It's like they're Ohio. Real. Right, they're not real. They're they're for children. You know what does impress me though is I had I had a buddy of mine that owned a Miata and he was six five and I for the longest time I'd never seen him drive the car. I'm like, bro, you're not fitting in a fucking Miata. Like you're you're huge. Turns out that those things like you can fit a pretty tall person in them comfortably. Like the way that the seats set up and how far away the pedals are, pretty solid. So if you're tall and you you can fit in a Miata. My buddies. Brian, he's I think six eight. Like he's holy tall. shit, that's a tall boy. Yeah, yeah and he really run for his money. He looks over the windshield. Holy shit! Like he can't have the roof on because he doesn't fit. Like he looks over the windshield. Let's hope he never rolls a thing. He'll be taking a scalp off. Well, he doesn't actually drive it. It's more for it's a, a, a comic event because he's so fucking tall. <laughs> Like he has sunglasses to, to drive it so that he can see. <laughs> like he can't. He doesn't walk through like door frames and stuff. Holy he's, shit! Yeah, he's wicked tall. Something I was me and Graham were not blessed with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks inconvenient. Like oh, let me just walk through the bathroom. Like I'll have to like hunch down to get through the door frame. Yeah, I, that's that sucks. You have to or like custom build your doors out so that way you can fit in them. Fuck right, that. Like, uh, my house has to have cathedral theron ceilings. Oh, but it's just it's so expensive to heat though. That was terrible. Yeah. Oh, speaking of houses, we were looking at maybe like renting this house and buying another one. Mm -hmm. Dude, houses are they're more stupid than they used to be. Oh yeah, not to mention interest rates. Interest rates are yeah. fucking dumb right now. It doesn't even make sense. Like, like 8%? Yeah, with a perfect credit score, too. And, like, a 20% yeah. down payment. They're like, yeah, you know, the best we could do right now is, like, I don't know, 8.5%. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, what? And they're like, well, and that's also on, like, one of those seven-on-whatevers. And, like, so it could fluctuate between, like, 3%. 3%? You're telling me this shit could go to 11%? <laughs> are you fuck? Like, hell no. I'm sleeping in a box. Yeah. I'm building a rig so I can sleep in it tomorrow night. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, like the house that I bought in 2015 that we live at now, I don't think we could afford it if I bought it now. And it's just a shitty little ranch with a garage. Yeah, it's probably 450 nowadays. You could probably get for it. 550, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially if it's newer construction. Absolutely. Or newer, meaning newer than 1920. <laughs> I mean, 1956. But the market. It's insane. It's southern New Hampshire. It's yeah. Oh baby, yeah. It's southern New Hampshire, especially. Holy shit. Yeah, they're putting. I don't know if it's gonna hurt the value of the house or help it, 
but they're putting 800 apartments across the street. Hmm. Like condo apartments. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know how that would affect it. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll find out because we're not. Yo. We're not leave. We're not leaving now. We were going to, but then we were looking at houses that are eight hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, um, honey, we can't. We can't do that. The mortgage yeah. is like, it's like eight thousand dollars a month with interest. I'm like, yeah, yeah like that. Fuck that. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Like, I want to be able to like uh, breathe or do yeah. anything. You want to be able to buy a sandwich before you go to work, right? Like ice ice cube sandwiches might be on the pricey side of things. <laughs> can't afford the bread anymore no <laughs> no so on that note um yeah that was that's one thing that's scaring us a little bit with everything that we've got going on oh yeah it's uh yeah, yeah we, we talked about it a little bit like new hampshire's not it's in the same predicament as tennessee yeah <laughs> you can't you can't make enough money to support yourself out here oh, the no. um she ended up getting a scholarship. I don't think I ended up finishing that conversation with you, but she got a scholarship. Oh, okay. So uh, we're stuck here for the next two and a half years. Oh, yeah. Stuck in Tennessee. Oh, what a shame. It's not terrible. terrible. I almost moved to ten- somewhere south, but. It didn't I, I work will out. say it's kind of nice not having winners. Um, like, I, if you're I, a New Englander, we don't have winners. Yeah. It's great. Uh, we went out, what was it? Last night, I was out until one in the morning hunting coyotes, and they we ended up coming back, and everyone was fucking cold. And I'm like, all right, I'm a little cold, but it's like 40 degrees. It's not well, the worst. I'm wearing two layers, and they're out there wearing undershirt, overshirt, and coveralls, or not coveralls. One guy was in coveralls. The other guy was wearing a Carhartt. Coveralls are sick. Don't don't you coveralls are, dude. I got no hatred for coveralls. I'm looking <laughs> at multicam coveralls. Hell yeah! You sh- are you gonna wear those shirtless next year to Web Wheelers? It's too hot me. for coveralls. Oh yeah, it was pretty warm. Yeah, I, I did sweat my balls off in my overjorts, so like those aren't going back. Uh, they've got my ball sweat on them. Oh, so. oh, to burn those things, you ain't getting that out. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I was dying a little bit inside of the Jeep at Good Evening Ranch. It got a little toasty. I gotta get yeah. my shitbox back and go, and I have AC in my shit. What? I don't even know yeah. if you have a rig. You're just here for the moral support. God damn it. Yeah. <sighs> AC? Like, yeah. street, street Jeeps don't even have AC. Yeah, my, well, it's because it is a street Jeep. It's still got a license plate. It also probably drives down the road fairly nice. It does not. Ever since we did the over the axle <laughs> track bar, it does not go down the road very well. We Why did you up. screw up that? So according to Luke, we believe that it's something to do. It's not necessarily to do with the steering length, but the upper control arm length in comparison to the track bar length because it acts as an upper control. It's like uh, I think that we're getting things a little confused here. Oh, I think Jesus. that there's an issue with the length difference, if I remember correctly, between the track bar and the drag link. No, we already confirmed that those are the exact same length at the exact same angle. So then you were talking about oh, how caster. Back- nope, caster is negative six. And we even brought it back to negative eight and still didn't change it. No shit. All right, yeah, then um, fucked. The Jeep's fucked. They need hydro, and then we're just gonna hope that it be- like, you know, lipstick on a piggot. 
I mean, that's what's kept my Jeep alive, uh, is oh. the... Are you going to keep it on the screen? Um, you know, I yes. So, yes, I do plan on keeping oh. this streetable, so that way I can then have a buggy that's, like, specifically for, like, the woods. Are you going to do, like, the 46, uh, 45 or 4600 series, like, Ultra 4 style, like, full hydro steering without full hydro? No, because that sounds insane. Um, I'm planning on doing that with the Comanche because I want full hydro to turn 40s, but you still need the whole mechanical steering. I'm I'm going to keep it real with you, champ. It sounds like you're barking up a expensive tree for no reason. No, because you can do hydro assist, but that sucks because you can only steer one way fast. So you just get a, a manual box and then use the full hydro ram as a tie rod and what use a, a steering servo off a roundy round car as your orbital and yeah yeah that, that sounds-, sounds like a lot of effort and i'm lazy and my full hydro has done 70 off-road without any your problems hydro, so. assist. hydro assist hydro assist i'm sorry yeah my f- hydro assist has been comfortable at 70 so like yeah, no i'm saying it's just comfortable but like if you want to turn fast left and right i guess not gonna just that because it turns faster one way than the other yeah no I, I was just gonna go like i have a full uh like hydro assist setup ready to go pretty much i just need to make lines which is simple um it's just like i want to keep this thing so that way i can um like i don't know do the classics roads like or do the transcontinental road like something fun with it and then have the um I don't know, there's something fun about driving a shitbox and then people, like, staring at you weird. Or, like, the other day, we pulled into a parts store to get Graham parts. Surprise, surprise for his, for his shit. Um, and this guy was just like, hey, your, your, your tire's making a weird noise. It's making a weird noise. And I'm like, no, 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 that's the... And mind you, this isn't our buddy's Jeep. I'm like, no, that's just the, uh, the locker in the back. And I'm like, I'm explaining this to this guy. He has no fucking idea what I'm saying, but I'm just going to keep going with it. And he was like, oh... All right, he's like okay. it's broken, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's not though. But yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so funny. So yeah, I like that. I don't know. I think the random conversations with the random dude is just a lot of fun. <laughs> it is fun going through Chick Fil A's parking lot with a welded rear axle and stickies. That's see now that's fucking insane. Why? Why did you? Do- what you're gonna you're gonna scare the poor little Lord Chicken workers? <laughs> She was nice. You're scaring she was them. Nice. She was only nice because she was incredibly terrified. intimidated. She was terrified. No doors sticking. Is it like six pounds? Crow hop or hopping through the parking lot? I mean, at least She's had a like, shirt how's on. your day going? Oh, it's going great. I'm driving the Jeep. <laughs> See, and like, I, I'll miss that side of it, but I also recognize that, like, I don't want to continue. And again, everybody on this podcast has heard this a million times, but pretty much the Jeep will stay on the road. We'll just say that. Yeah, no, that that does make sense. Um, the Jeep will stay in the driveway. No, if Jeeps I go anything over a 33 inch tire on a Cherokee, this has to be on a trailer. It's illegal. No, you can't drive that on the road. No, I mean, it's not fun. If you stock axles, the 33, weld the rear, Put a three-inch lift in it and just party. That's the best Cherokee you can have. See, but wrong. 
I mean, I don't know, dude. I feel I, like my my in a thirty with the thirty fives and the three link, like it just the way it sits right now, it works really damn well, and it's a lot of fun. It doesn't it, do anything right now. Oh, fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> Let's go talk to the person behind you instead of us for the you past twenty minutes, Graham. You know what? <laughs> Keep Cherokee simple. Not- and if you want to do anything more, do something else. Since Richie's not here, I'm going to make fun of him, too. <laughs> Richie also is in the same goddamn boat, except Cody at least showed up at the Web Wheelers Ball. So I will mm. cut him a Only little Only after slack. some serious uh, convincing, which we've Whoa. beat oh my in gosh. previous podcasts. So you guys suck. We'll let it lie. <laughs> hey, I blame Richie, too. I'm at least equal opportunity. Notice I'm not shitting on Timmy for not going to the Web Yeah, but he has ball. a cultured Just because he did. You know, I don't have a cultured sperm to make my excuses when I can't go places. So, like, I don't really have a. Uh, The cultured sperm excuse is dying with the fact that it's two years old now, like this podcast. He can basically mow the lawn, I'm pretty sure, right? So, like. I mean, it's rich now. It's just making that. Yeah, so now it's just. It's saving him money and time (laughs) and labor. Yeah. It's mini me. You just give it small uh simple tasks and it completes them it's 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 uh automation before automation was a thing oh god child labor <laughs> the automation of the future that's what children are for is labor yes <laughs> historically speaking you are correct. historically speaking children are for labor just biologically built into us it's just like this sucks we we need we need small hands, uh, lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Logan's kids are gonna know how to turn a fucking wrench by the time that they're six. They'll be able to pull an AW four by the time that they're eight. As long as they can hold a flashlight in the right direction. No, never gonna happen. That oh, is one no. thing that I think is fucked up in the children's programming. Um, it took me. 18 years to figure out how to hold a flashlight the right way. You at least figured it out. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, my dad quit beating me after I got to be about the same size he was, and then I figured it out. <laughs> wow. That is wild to say. <laughs> Holy shit. That is a joke. My dad's fucking awesome most of the time. When you're holding a flashlight, right? Yeah, after he until <laughs> he figured it out. <laughs> no, his biggest problem is he can't stop rambling. That's where you got it from? Oh, see, I haven't figured out yep. where I figured out how to not shut the fuck up. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody else is like this in my family. I'm just broken. <laughs> you went and hung out at some weird shop in Terryville and it's contagious. Must be, must be. Um anyways, let's get back to kind of your whole thing. So now what are you running any current events like with your rig or like planning to? Oh, what do you mean? Like, uh, like, like racing races? Yeah. I don't, I don't care about your rock crawling stuff. No, um, no, like I was thinking about going to New York with a couple people like, next year, to do the make believe ultra four stuff. That sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. But I got to look your, more into it. Is your rig going to pass hack? That's the part I gotta look into. Like your rig is built like a brick shit house, and I don't say that like as a negative, but yeah. it's gonna be heavy, and I don't know if you did two inch. Right, it's not two inch; it's instant three quarter. So I don't know. Uh, that's why it has to be like a sketchy 
ultra four fray, but not like a sanctioned ultra four race. Like mm. someone, because uh, there's a race up in Mountain Mudrun in Warren. They do like woods races, but it's not like a sanctioned event. So it's like you can show up with your fucking Cherokee and race. So it might be more like that style. Yeah, it's, it's plenty safe, but like for a sanction event, it's probably not up to their specification. Yeah, because like I looked into it briefly and I looked at the weight restrictions. And if I ever go to build a buggy, I'm building a buggy to 4,800 specs because my rig just right now, there's no fucking way that I could ever build or I could ever get it to pass tech. No, and like. Obviously, this is the, my first like full chassis rig. Like, I will never build one again. From you gonna buy like, a chassis? Buy a chassis and just do it that way. Makes sense. Like, everything, to me. everything goes together. Like it's all planned out on a computer. Like everything fits. You don't have to remove this to remove that to remove this. To, like right now, to take to take the pan out of off my transmission, I have to take the engine out separately and then the transmission comes out just so i can take the pan off Oof. like that's stupid and i hate every minute of like the the serviceability of what i built but like i was learning like i learned a shit ton by doing it that i probably never would have learned by doing any like simple jobs like i kind of had to dive right in and figure out like well, this is dumb. This is stupid. Don't do it this way. Like you learn a lot, but you learn mostly of like what not to do the next time. I mean, at least you learned. That's a plus. Yeah, and like it still does things, but like the next one will be able to like go to races and like pass tech and like be able to do more with it. Like it's just a rec wheeler right now. And that's all it will ever be. Yeah, that's fair. And it weighs way too much. Like even like a bent fabric with similar components weighs what, less four thousand pounds. Weighs a thousand pounds less than mine. Holy shit! Yeah, so it's like that's cool. I would love to be a thousand pounds lighter. And yeah, like, I'm. I'm excited to see how much weight you can actually shave out of that, especially because I'm also going down the same path of trying to shave some weight right now. Yeah, like it's it's double frame railed, like underneath. Like it, I've overbuilt the shit out of it, but like I wouldn't do that again. Like I would just, you build it to what you need it to, and go from there. But I would have someone else design the cage anyway. The chassis, yeah. I should say. What would you go with for a chassis? Like, actually, like, I know you mentioned a few, but, like, what would you definitely go with? I mean, I like the Fabs. I was looking at the TMRs, but they're too big, boxy, and, like, desert racing inspired. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't do, like, Berkey's buggies are cool, but they're, they're way too elaborate. So, like, something, I mean, I'd probably just get a Fab chassis. Yeah. Or something, or something similar along those lines. Like, there's a lot of people doing jazzies now because everyone has access to, like, the CNC plasma, like the dragons and fenders and all that stuff. Like, it's not, it's it's cheaper now to just have a 
chassis printed out and shipped to your door than buying the material and doing it yourself. No sure. argument here. I had a chassis. Yeah. Uh, and like the I'm goat in- built. The goat builds are fine, but they just look like someone drew it with a cardboard box. I, hey, I drew that. Not really, but it could Might be me. Well <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I get it. Like all the pre-fab chassis, like the more straight bars you have, the less money is going to cost in production, and the easier it's going to go together. And the like, easier to fix it is. Right. And you're like, oh, I bent this straight too. Okay, I'll cut the straight tube out and replace it with another straight tube. And the, and the bouncers are just way too elaborate. Like and and you ha- like up here we don't have bouncer places. Like there's a couple hills. Like oh, we got the bounty hills and the places, but it's not for what we do on a weekend basis. Like it's not a bouncer is not a thing. Yeah, it's not really feasible. It makes no sense to. Do it. Yeah. I mean, you could, it's, but like, you're not gonna get the full. Yeah, and then, like, if you have like the 1,200 horsepower supercharged big block, like, you're just gonna piss everyone off. <laughs> like, um, we went to the jungle uh, this year, and Cam Utamarks was there. Like, his rig is sick, and it makes a ton of horsepower. It's got those big USC stickies, and I think blocks, but like. It, it isn't. I, I wouldn't want to wheel that all day. You kidding me? Well, this goes back to the you know the age thing. You know, you're getting older. You know, kind of. Yeah. No, but even still, like it just doesn't seem like it just there's like so much more effort. And he wears like you have to wear hearing protection in it. Like oh, you have to. Wear, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, you have to wear earplugs, and like it's not. And rather race fuel. It's it's. Thing said, but it's for hill killing down south, and like to do that on a weekend basis, like, no. Like we don't do up here in New England, we don't do that much cool shit. Like we go like rock crawling and like driving through the woods in some somebody's land and like seeking out a few rocks. Can't blame me. I mean, uh, the the idea makes sense to me. I, I think it'd be cool uh, for what it is, but then yeah, like. As you said, you'd be literally stuck, what, traveling, I don't know, 18 hours every single time you want to go do something cool with your rig? Like, that's just not, right. that's not worth like, it. Oh, I have to go to North Carolina. Like, I can't go. It's not an hour and a half trip somewhere. It's, yeah, it's a day trip and hotels and. Yeah, fuck yeah, all that. Just, I'm good. Yeah, not, <laughs> not about that life. Like, <laughs> so, I live in Bouncer Central and I have zero desire for a bouncer. Yeah, like it's cool, but it's it's. I think a bouncer and like side by sides are on the same like playing field. Like of no fun. desire. Well, like I had a side by side. I had license plates on my side by side. It was sick, but I don't think I'd own another one. I was gonna say the man who lives closest to the some of the most fun side by side trails for going fast. And he doesn't want to have a side by side. Interesting take. Well, you can't go fast. What's- you can't? No, the speed limits on all the trails. Uh, we see with the snowmobiles, we never followed the speed limits. I don't know how crazy they get with them for. I mean, yeah, you so. don't have to, but then there's like the size restriction. You can't have a cool side by side up north. Mm-hmm. That is you a problem. The, you can have the lame ones that don't go that fast. 
but it's yeah, it's not. It's out. It's a the side by side is for drinking twisted teas. Yep. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's like they're cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I own one, but they're for they're for twisted tea drinking and like partying. You're not unless you're racing them. You're not doing anything competitive. You're not doing. You're not going to field and forest the side by side. One, they won't let you. Yeah, they won't let you. <laughs> but like even that, anything similar to that, like you're not, you're not doing it with a side by side up here. Like it's a different, it's a different lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, you honestly, think? I think the most fun you can have is either on a track or out in the dunes with these things. Like, yeah, the, they're built. The, they're built for dunes and like mud racing in Florida. Yeah, which honestly doesn't even sound like that much fun. Mud racing when you just skip across the mud a little bit? Hell no. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm all set with mud. I mean, some of it looks pretty fun, but to build a rig to do that, like I'd rather be a little bit more well-rounded and be able to do more things like maybe not as good, but still be able to do it. Yeah, I... I have this theory, I call it like the park cruiser or something like that, but it's like a 115 inch wheelbase, 350, 400 horsepower rig that just kind of goes and like does everything remotely okay. Yeah, and that's basically what I have now. It's not good at anything. Like it's not wicked good at going fast. It's better than most at going fast, but it it's not a slow crawling thing. Like Dude, I'm gonna... I Fucking I'm gonna take fast. it. Yeah, I'm gonna take it to mud events. Like it's gonna do everything. This is not gonna be like terribly good at anything. You got them big old bog dog trepidors for the mud events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'll take those off for the mud. Run over someone's fucking muffler and pop a hole in a twelve hundred dollar tire. Oh that's, yeah, that's a good that's point. Not, that's not gonna give you any advantage of being sticky when you're just in slime. <laughs> that's gonna be terrible i fucking hate mud though yeah like, it's awful but it's a party and like we're gonna go do it you know i i just not gonna happen dude as much no. as uh people want to have fun there that's not my party i'll go to aop for that party yeah but like you have an off weekend and, like no one's going trail riding no one's going doing shit but there's a sick mod event like an hour away and you got nothing going on and everything's working and a couple of your buddies was like, yeah, fuck it. We'll go hit a mod event. Still not going. I'll go and play some video games or, uh, go hiking. I mean, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I don't know. It I mean, we used to do that. We used to do that when we were younger, but I, I don't know. My I'm not saying I'm going to be like set out to do it. It's going to be like, hey, let's go. Like, a couple people are going. Like, do you want to come? Like, like, fine, I'll bring the buggy. It's not going to be like, I'm setting out to, like, go mud racing with it. Like, if it I'm happens, also, it happens. I'm also okay with just being wrong. This could be one of the areas where I'm wrong, but I'm set in my ways. And I had too many bad experiences in the past. So, yeah, yeah don't go. Like, mud sucks. Like, I hate it. And, like, cleaning it's going to be awful. But, but fun is fun. Yeah, fun is fun. It's just different. Like you can go out with people and you bore some rocks to death every weekend, or you can still go wheeling, but just mud and it's a different it's a different situation. 
See, if it was like Pacific Northwest mud, like throughout the trail, I think I would have more fun with it. But I think just a mud bog, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, peak my. I mean, I probably would. You, honestly, I probably would. Where somebody was like, "Hey, fuck it, we're gonna go here, drink some beers, and watch people fucking bounce you know in the mud hole and blow their K series up." I'd be like, "Yeah, man, fuck it, let's go." Yeah, and they have like side by side drag racing. Like nothing's fast because you're mud, and like they're all yeah K five blazers. But <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be fun to go side by side racing in the mud. Like that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I Jeez, take... are we boring you with your yawn? God, are we no, just that bad? Uh, I've I didn't get home last night until one a.m. and I was up very early. So, and then there's been a little bit of other stuff that's been uh, keeping me okay. up, if you will. So, you, um, you got a whole extra hour of sleep on Saturday. There's no excuses, bro. <laughs> I worked and I lost sleep that day somehow. Rip. Wow. I was up at 6 a.m. wondering, like, and I was talking with this chick, and, the, like, she was up, too, but I didn't think anything weird of it, because my alarm said 7, which is about normal for me to wake up on, like, a normal thing, and she was like, why are you awake? And I'm like, what do you mean, why am I awake? She's like, it's 6 a.m. I'm like, oh, shit! I just went back. I'm like, look at that! That's cool! <laughs> yeah, I was, I was working, and my body's fucked up, so, like, if it's... I fall into this weird rhythm where I can't sleep, um, or I can't fall asleep normally if I stay up past a certain point in time. And that's like 1045, roughly. So, like, if I'm asleep before 1045, I'm good. But if I'm up after 1045, uh, I'm fucked. So I set my, al- or I set all the clocks in the house to the time that it was going to be in the morning. And then I stayed up playing video games, but my body was like, oh, hey, nope. And I'm like, oh, cool, it's 9.45, I'm going to bed. Couldn't fall asleep until, like, 1 a.m. So I lost sleep that night, because I fucked up my body's rhythm. Rib. That sucks. Um, Yeah. And uh, back to the mud thing, though. I I will say that, like, if I got a phone call from, like, the trail trash guys that they wanted to go down to 53.13, I could maybe be convinced to go down to 5313 and just watch some stupidity go down yeah but, it's not just, yeah it's, it's stupid fun it's not <laughs> well i'm and stupid get, and, and everything i do in a rig is fun and i don't know if you've noticed this but with most people that go crawling are fucking weird yes so and- like you get a different walk of life when you go to a mud event because they're also weird, but they're, they're mostly even weirder. <laughs> but they're, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different breed of people. This so is true. Get, you get a little break of like the engineers and like the weird people that go rock crawling, like that are like quiet and like reserved and like aren't drunk at like eight a.m. See, that's because you're used to New England. (laughs) I was going to say, what? Uh, Have you been to AOP? I have have not, actually. All right, so in all seriousness, I highly recommend uh, that you take a trip to AOP if you ever get the chance. The only thing that I'm going to say is that it is a beautiful park with a very strange culture. Very. Strange as in, like, they're making moonshine in the back, or, like... It wouldn't surprise me if uh, what started the wildfires that are currently threatening it right now was someone fucking up a moonshine still. Ah, uh, fair enough. 
Um, but the moonshine still was on the back of somebody's YJ that was stretched out with 43 inch boggers. <laughs> or sorry, yeah. whatever, sexes. <laughs> uh, you might see some 43 bog dogs. You might even see some 54 bog dogs rolling through AOP. Woo, that's a bad um, fire. So I'll put it like this also. Another weird part about AOP is my Jeep is very small for that park. Like, it's just a big fucking rig park. If you want to go and run anything past the blues, you're on at least 40s. Uh, the blacks and reds, you're going to see a lot of 43s. My rig can do blacks there. Some of the reds are get fucked. Like Riot Hill, my Jeep has no business on. Is it like field, field and forest reds, which are different... Mm, I it's think they're their own style. Yeah, they're different in their own ways. We're like field and forest are reds because the rocks are huge, and then there's holes in between the rocks that'll swallow three rigs. Um, <laughs> and then like here, it's like they're steep, but then you have the minivan-sized rocks on the steep hill. Oh, yeah, okay. and like sloppy AOP's reds are like New England blacks. If you get it nice where, like, you show up and it's been two weeks and no rain, my rig belongs on there and we'll just walk around the park like it's no big deal. However, if the morning dew was a little aggressive that day, get fucked, nerd. You're going to use every Literally. ounce of LS. It, it sprinkles for ten minutes. You're fucked. Like, I get uh, that. You go to field and forest, it's like almost the same. Like it's a different. If it it rained once in a month, it's a different animal than like what was it three years ago when it didn't rain for all year and everyone was just walking up everything. And yeah, then it sprinkled once and everyone floundered like fish. Yeah, you'll get that. That's uh, yeah. that's the AOP experience. Um. AOP is a summertime park. It's not a wintertime park because in Tennessee, instead of snow, we get rain. Okay. Yeah, it's rained every single weekend up here. I don't know if you guys experience that. Uh, I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty much rained. Yeah. Yeah, it's rained like, it's like 19 out of the 21 weeks of summer or whatever. That's why I'm hoping we get fucking killed this winter with snow. I'm so excited would, for it. Why would you wish that evil? Overtime, baby. And I love the snow. If it's going to be cold, it might as well be fucking snowing. I, I guess. It might as well look pretty outside and then give us something to do on some greens and blues. Yeah, fair enough. I just hate it. I hate every minute of it. Really? What the hell are you doing up here then, man? Oh, yeah, I we need to swap. Well, I was trying to. And then, like, Kristen was on board. But then... We got actually like serious about it, and her mother's in a wheelchair. So like, what? Uh, so she yeah, has a hard time getting around. And like, Kristen's like, I don't, I can't leave her. And I'm like, okay, no, we'll stay here. That's fair. That's just like that. I'm yeah. like, that is like the most reasonable thing I've ever heard. So I'm like, yeah, nope, okay, we'll stay here. Yep. No harm, no foul. Nope. So. Yeah, so but yeah, so I, I love the snow and also like I snow I snowboard used to snowmobile. Uh so I've kind of just grew up loving the snow. And then now I make way more money than normal working when it snows, so I love it. Yeah. yeah. No, I like 
I, I did the snowmobile thing for a while because the guy I used to work for was big into off-trail sledding. Hell yeah. And got me involved and then realized that every weekend was $1,000. Yes, that is it, it's ridiculous. A, it really a, is. A good weekend. Like, you didn't break anything. You didn't drive into a tree. Like, good weekend, $1,000. Especially if you have, like, I don't know what you were running for a sled, but, like, if it's not a new Ski-Doo E-Tech, you're just drinking fuel the whole entire fucking time. Has to be 93 and or Av gas, and then you're spending fucking five bucks a gallon. And not to mention, fucking skiing and snowboarding ain't fucking cheap anymore either. Everywhere you go, it's like 90 bucks just to look at the place, and then it's like $40 for a fucking cheeseburger. Don't even think about the beer, because then that's another 20 bucks per bottle. It's like... Just nothing. God damn it. Everything's getting expensive. <laughs> Everything's wicked expensive. And it's all like, how many things can you do? That is, uh, it many, used to be a lot more. Yeah, like how many hobbies can you get? And then like not and do any of them. Because like uh, you get to a point where like I want to do everything. So you buy like shitty versions of everything and you can't do anything because it's all fucking broken in New York. Pro tip. If you're into off-roading, night vision is not for you. Well, yes, yeah, so especially if you oh. want, don't want the self-illuminating night vision. Yeah. Was it like 20 grand versus the goggles? Why not? Uh, uh, that, but yeah. So, depending on what you want, a set of PVS 31s is going to run you like 15. Uh, a set of, like a nice clip-on thermal you're looking about the same. Um, if you want thermal fusion, you're about 30. And if you want just bog standard, like be able to see out of one eye comfortably and actually get some distance, you're at like 2000. What the fuck oh. is the thermal? What, what the fuck do you say? Something thermal, uh, thermal fusion. What, what are we making? The fucking Hulk? What the hell is that shit? Uh, so thermal fusion is like a device that clips on and projects a thermal image into the night vision tube, essentially. That's what? the watered down version, but yeah. That sounds wild. Oh, it's oh, wow. fucking nuts. I got a chance to look through one and like you can see almost like you can not during the day. It's obviously different because it's either grayscale or green scale. But then any heat signature is displayed with like a wireframe around it. That's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I don't need all that. What do you use? What are you gonna use those for? Coyote hunting? Yeah, I see them bastards from two hundred meters instead of five feet. Yeah, uh, coyote. That ain't a fucking joke either. What you just said might have been a joke, but fuck, yeah, dude. that's real life. <laughs> yeah. Wait, actually, uh, that's the reason that you'd want them is so that way you go coyote hunting better. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's a yeah, um, like you said, coyotes are either way the fuck over there or they're eating you, dude. We um, huh. so we went out last night. We were gonna go coyote hunting, and we started getting some bait. Like, and for bait, we use raccoons because they're a problem. They kill chickens, and the farm that we hunt on is right next to a chicken farm they also uh shockingly enough will like cause issues with baby cows so like raccoons what? are a problem uh yeah disturb but, them all they're that so shit. cute though you just gave us a raccoon fact that's impressive look at you go um yeah person would be upset they're using raccoons because she wants a pet raccoon yeah, i want a pet raccoon actually i want a pet possum 
more Someone than a you raccoon. could use this baby as bait, you fucking <laughs> no. animal. <laughs> no, I love possums. I'm anti-killing possums because oh, possums. No, not possum. possums are cool. Possums uh, are I, North America's only marsupial. They are North oh. America's only marsupial. They can't we get just... rabies, and they eat ticks. Yeah. We just had so many small animal facts that people listening must be going fucking crazy right now. <laughs> we haven't had those um, in so long. So I'm anti-shooting possums. Uh, other people aren't, but uh, they use the raccoons and possums and uh, woodchucks as bait for coyotes. They also use chickens from the chicken farms as bait for coyotes and set up at about 100 yards to 200 yards with the pile of meat in a soybean field. Huh. That's kind of cool. I don't know. Like with, with tannerite, like they do with hogs? Uh, uh, I'm not going to go down that road, but uh, I'm just going to say for the majority illegal. of it, no. Um, just due to the fact that like it's an active soybean field, so you don't want to destroy crops. Alright. Like, like, everyone's seen those videos where someone down south is like, baiting hogs and then yep. they just click click one off and you can't see the screen anymore <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. oh other interesting fact but you wouldn't think that hogs would be a problem on a chicken farm hogs are a problem on a chicken farm i bet i mean hogs are a problem everywhere yeah, as you say aren't hogs like really fucking territorial and aggressive as hell yep but they'll also eat chicken because hogs are what uh, omnivores They'll eat meat, and they'll eat... They eat whatever. They'll, like... Not to get weird, but, like, they'll fucking destroy any kind of flesh that you drop in there. It's fucking nuts. That sounds horrifying. I'm all um, set. Yeah, like, it's not uncommon if a pig farmer falls to get... For the pig farmer to get eaten. What? Yeah. Holy you think the pig, pig cares? Nope. Not at all. No, no, probably not. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Pigs are yeah, He's like, ooh, food. Yeah. <laughs> not, this guy's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> no fucks given. Um, my friend, he fell. <laughs> yeah, they'll eat everything, too. They eat the bones. That's wild. See, I always knew, like, you know, like the crazy old facts of, like, ah, oh, if you kill somebody, throw them in a pig farm. But, like, I guess it's true. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, it, it's fucking very true. Um yeah. Like, they use raccoons and whatever else, woodchucks, as bait for pigs. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Anyways, I guess we don't have to go into any more facts about animals. We just That's murdered. a raccoon fact and an animal fact. <laughs> raccoon, pig, possum. We got a lot on that one. It was a bonus episode. <laughs> Poor Richie yeah. didn't even show up to listen to it. God damn it. Does, Richie have, does he have a lot of animal facts? Richie is the animal fact guy. Really? Yeah, he gets excited by animals is what I'll say. So he definitely has a little bit of knowledge when it comes to animals of all sorts. Yeah, and he's um he's got like a little uh he's had a lot of if you will. With critters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I had to shoot a squirrel this year because it kept stealing our gourds that we had on display in our front porch. That'll happen. Yeah. That'll happen. Sorry. Dropped them, and then the pumpkin came out of the tree. <laughs> got your gourd back. Yep, got it. You're welcome, honey. <laughs> I, I will also say that Southerners get very excited about hunting coyotes. Really? I mean, I know it's like a big thing up here, too, but like, 
I didn't think it'd be uh, like a massive thing. Oh no! Like plan your weekend around that. Like if we're working on stuff, we might have to knock off working on stuff early so that way we can go and make that happen. Jeez. And it's it's really fun because you get to go and do all the tactical LARPing that I like to do in the woods. Hunting coyotes. It's great. We're using radios and shit, talking to people as groups. It's actually really cool. Oh, don't don't tell me you actually LARP. Unironically, no. yeah. Well like with like the foam noodles and like like the stuff that's the stuff that you see on on the internet that people No, like we're running Baofangs and um Yeah, bold, no like, like tactical I mean, LARPing is what he's saying. Yeah. Tactical LARPing. So but like We're not bold, actually role, you're not role playing though, you're actually doing it. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm making a joke because oh, okay. we're wearing like chest rigs with radios clipped to them in the woods and like if you have a bunch of coyotes and shit coming up, you will probably end up using five to ten rounds if there's a lot of them. And, like, okay. you're not running around with a ten-round magazine in the gun because coyotes, if there's a pack of them and you're with one or two people, can decide that they don't like you being there. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. And we're shooting suppressed guns at them. So yeah. it, I mean, it's LARPing, but it's not like actually it's not combat. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just call it LARPing because it's fun to make fun of people with that. And like I said, like, I, I'm like, I almost had to make fun of you if you weren't actually like in a, like a field like, with your pals and like just talking each other the with thing. Like, and then hitting each other with like pool noodles and shit. <laughs> no, we're not going that far. Oh, that'd be amazing. He's though. got the medieval getup. Um, we were looking <laughs> at uh, like, jousting on scooters and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that actually oh, sounds fun. No, that was the thing, but that's going to be what I'm going to research tonight. <laughs> I don't know if that's or not. That just came to mind. Okay. <laughs> I was. Oh, fuck, Cause... dude. That's funny as shit. I'm gonna have to see if there's a video of that. Well, we joke at work about forklift uh, jousting because we have like carpet bikes for forklifts and VRs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like we could definitely joust with this. Like everyone's dead, but like we could definitely joust with this. <laughs> oh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's like thirty oh thousand. Yeah, a 30,000 pound machine going like 12 miles an hour with a 30 foot dick, like steel rod out the front of it. Yeah, you can like ruin some things with that. Uh, I'm feeling like there's probably going to be some concrete walls that are going to have a few chips, some cinder block walls with some holes. Yeah, I'm like. So I work for United Rentals, and like some of our our customers do some some wild shit that like we only see the after effect. Like things will come in like how I don't even know how they did this. Like this is so fucked up. Like (laughs) I don't understand how they did this. There has to be something in their contract about malus, and they definitely did it. (laughs) Oh yeah, 
Yeah, it's just, but it's like it's part of the fun sometimes. Like something will come in, like, and there's like there's like little like, telltale signs of like what might have happened. You try to like recreate in your head like who, what happened, to this? like who was it, and then like you you see like oh this ribbon is off a certain type of machine, and like no, well, they definitely hit something blue, so it must have been a genie, like someone. Like today, our welder came by, and like someone, or one of the rental lift gate trucks, like the welds broke. Like, oh, no. started, well, they asked the detective come in, and then <laughs> the part that hangs down, where like the lift gate goes down, there's mm-hmm. a there's a bunch of new blue paint on it. So someone rocked something with the bottom of the lift gate and peeled it open. And ripped all the the seams that are welded to the truck. Like someone, like that hurts. Like someone yeah. is in pain from like that. You rip a Tommy gate off an F five fifty. Shit! Like <laughs> someone knows about this, and then nope, no, no, don't know what happened. It's like someone does. Like this, yeah. someone, <laughs> someone doesn't feel well right now because of this. And it's like nope, no, don't know what happened. Okay. Speaking of genie lifts, it makes me think of what happened at work today. We uh we hired or we rented um a genie lift setup so that way we can do overhead like our like uh what call it fucking Jesus Christ lights inside of an auditorium. So we had to rent a genie lift and it's not working because uh Graham and Luke, I don't know if you know this, but with genie lifts, you have to have all four legs and that to be on the ground for it to work and whatnot. Well, this doesn't really have that. But the, so we called them. They had an engineer or some dude come out and he was like checking it out. And he's like walking around the thing, just humming and hawing. I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be the repairman right now. And I, he's doing the same shit I'm doing. And he's just like, hmm. And just kicks the shit out of the thing like three <laughs> times. And I'm like, okay, all right, maybe we're getting somewhere. He's like, Man, I don't know shit about these things. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, what the? Like, I, I've been standing with you for an hour now, and you're just kicking the thing going, hmm. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, so that, that was part of my day, was just dealing with that. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, it's like one of those center post genie lifts, you know, where it's like kind of like a, it goes like up, just straight up and down. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah a mass lift. Yeah. Yeah, fuck those things where you can't do like more than forty pounds out the side of the thing without it flipping over. Like stupid, terrible design. So we had one of those come in. It was terribly wrong. You, it, we because we have to calibrate like weights and like sensors and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like to keep it safe, this thing lifted twelve hundred pounds. Holy it was rated. Yeah, it was rated for like two fifty or like three hundred or something like that. Yeah, and it was yeah. it lifted twelve hundred pounds. We're like, okay. So we called Jeannie and they're like, yeah, I shouldn't do that. Like, no shit, you shouldn't do this. Like, we turned everything down and the thing just rocks everything. Like, what, what, can you send us something to fix this? Like, oh yeah, like, there's no, like, if, if it lifts more, it's like really not that much of a problem. I'm like, okay, like you can lift a truck with this. Yeah. It's like, clearly a sensor is not fucking correct. <laughs> yeah. Something is wrong. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, I hate genie lifts. They freak me out. I'm all set. Scissor lifts in general. I'll take a boom lift over a scissor lift any day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of fucking boom lifts either, but they're at least stable ish. 
you kind of feel like you might survive the fall. No, you're not. Anything over 45 feet, you're all done. Um, I got my harness on. Come on, give me a little bit of faith. Jeez. Yeah, but if it, if it flips over or like goes down, all that harness is is a six-foot extension for you to get fly-swatted into the ground. <laughs> True, <laughs> Captain, Captain does go down with his ship, though, you know? <laughs> you get, just get, you're, getting ship, you're getting shit-whipped by a fucking 60-inch or a six-foot lead off a 60-foot boom. Have you seen that video that's been going around of the guy who got tossed out? Um, and he literally, like, the, the boom flipped backwards and he got tossed out of it, but his lead was just long enough that he landed perfectly on his feet. It was completely really? fine. Like, he was hanging, but it was enough that he could stand up, unclip himself, and then walk away. Gnarly. That's wild. Yeah, I'm all sad. It wouldn't be me, fuck. I'd be shit in my pants. It would be a brown spot on the ground after that. Yeah, we had a customer last last year. They drove a 135 foot boom on like a footbridge, a temporary footbridge, oh and fell in, and fell into a ravine. What the fuck? Yeah, but luckily he wasn't extended all the way out. But like, still, that's a sixty thousand pound machine or something like that that just off a bridge into a ravine. That's horrifying. Yeah, but like that's that's the. Those are customers. Like they're they don't know. Shit. It's like yeah, it's a foot <laughs> bridge, and you're driving a sixty thousand pound machine off of it. Yeah, it's like, is this gonna work? Probably not. Are they still oh, gonna do it? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's fucking. It's wild. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Boom lifts are sketchy over like hundred and twenty feet. Ooh, yeah, you ain't Boomless or sketchy. High. You can just leave it at that. And call yeah, it that's what I'm saying. Hell no. <laughs> No, but See, yeah, we the biggest one we have in the fleet is uh 185 feet. Nope, I'm good. Keep that thing the fuck away from me. Yeah, it's, I mean that's sketchy, especially because like the test the envelope and all the safeties. So you have to go all the way up and out, and then boom down at full extension. Which, what? Yeah, yeah. So that's this. That's probably the sketchiest fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, so you're. Yeah, you're full out, up at your 185 feet out, and then you just boom down. And it's and it balanced all the way out that far. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to like suck you in, like boom in as you come down to keep you in the envelope. Yep, that so makes that, sense. So that's what you have to test to make sure it does it. So then, so it literally feels like you're in your your shitbox wheeler. You're doing an endo, and you just have to hope to hit the right fucking like slam it into a drive as fast as possible, so that way it doesn't continue to flip you over. Except that you can see the next town over from there. Oh my fucking god, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> holy shit! See, this is how you can afford the bread with your ice sandwich. I yeah, I'm not. I'm not about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fucking sketchy. Like. Uh, yeah, and no one looks forward to checking those in. <laughs> Hell no. It's like, hey, I'm going on my lunch break, but this guy here's got he's bringing the boom lift back. <laughs> yeah, luck, luckily my uh, my resident, I mean, I call him old, but he's 60, 62 years old. He does most of my really big booms. Jeez, so. just the guy who's already got a foot in the grave. You're like, hey, bud, you want to you wanna chance that other foot right now? <laughs> But he, he doesn't mind. He's afraid of nothing. So I was like, all right, 
Like, another one of your big booms is, all right, yeah, I'll be right in it. Fucking animal. <laughs> Good for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. He's been doing this for like 30 years or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, nope, doesn't phase me at all. Like, bro, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. I envy that guy. I need not to steal like that guy. Well, I think it's just the care, like, I don't know, it's just like, just, yeah, it is what it is type of attitude. I like, believe the term either, would be reckless abandon. I guess. It's just like, it's either not my problem or it's not going to be my problem. It's like, That's uh, true. He won't have to, he won't have to finish checking the thing out if it goes right. down. You know? like, okay. Just rips the thing. And you got, oh, and so also you can drive them at 185 feet. What? what? Yeah, if you can drive. Like they move. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Shut up. How do you drive it from 180 feet in the air? There's a joystick. You have a joystick. So drive the truck? No, it's not a truck. It's a boom lift, you goof. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I was like, I'm driving a boom truck. Oh, oh, I see now what you were thinking. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, like just steering wheel. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say, yeah, you got extra steering wheel and pedals, one hundred fifty feet there. <laughs> oh my god! That's yeah, it's just worse. <laughs> but like, hit a two by four, like run over a two by four, and then, while you're at a hundred eighty-five foot lever. Oh no! That yeah, two by four turns into ten feet. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. It's I move. Yeah, it gets your heart racing, like, like nothing, like, rolling and, like, almost flipping over buggies and all that stuff is nothing <laughs> compared to going all the way up in there and, like, just driving or, like, booming down. So, theoretically, now, this is just basing it off of a two-inch inclination, multiplying that times the lever factor of the boom at 180, I got 370 total inches of movement, which equates out to, after dividing it down by 12, a potential of 30 feet. 30 feet of movement off of the 2x4? That's a yeah. wild guide. What? Well, yeah, yeah, they that's, factor, that's you have to take the factor of the degree of the angle, to be fair, but... Yeah, that was real quick maths here. That was just two inches times the uh, pivotal factor. See, we're talking about the climb, though. We haven't even considered the 30-foot potential drop after you go down the 2 by 4 <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm out, dude. It's I'm, not I'm... a drop, it's a sway. That's yeah. like you're moving 30 feet. The other yeah, way as you go over this thing. Yeah, that would be up and down, back yeah. to natural. And you got to remember this boom lift that's made of solid steel looks like a fishing pole when you're like this. Oh, no, I'm out. Call the fire department. I, I ain't coming down. <laughs> like that. Yeah, it, it looks like you have a seven pound bass on the end of a fishing pole when this thing's out. Oh shit! Hmm. Yeah, I quit. You ain't getting me up there. Uh uh. So they've Fat got some. 35 foot boom lifts at work and I'm just not a fan. I would rather climb up the sketchy fucking scaffolding and ladders on the side of the building to go to the roof than uh, deal with that. Uh, I'll take a boom lift. At 35 really? feet, yeah, there's no chains or anything. It's just a cylinder. 
Because anything like 65 foot, then you have chains and cables holding you up, not just a hydraulic cylinder. Yeah, so like I'm just I'm 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 good. Like we're perfectly okay. I would rather fly an experimental aviation plane than that. Like yeah. Yeah, and at 185 feet, there's only cable, like three eighths steel cable holding you there. Mm, I'm like, holding, holding the boom sections out. Hard pass. Just, they could break, just, and you could just slinky yourself in like six extension tubes out. Oh, no. It's getting worse and worse the more you keep explaining it. Now, do they all collapse in at once, or is it like one tube, and then the momentum from that tube's the next tube? Well, I guess it, so- it depends what cable breaks. Oh. Now we're adding some extra fear factor, but uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Like, you don't even know what type of impending demise you have at that point. It's just... You just let Jesus take the cables. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're just along for the ride. Like, you're... Your brain, you're you're out. You're just there. You're just a sack of meat at that point. Yeah, what is it that the brain can handle at 6 Gs? No, it has to be way more than that. Six G's was the point where you'd pass out. Yeah, I think you pass out. I think you pass out like three G's. Really? Like three G's sustained? Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good point. Sustain is a big portion of that. I mean, you're not gonna. It is four to five, depending on age, sex, age, sex, and height. Uh, with women being closer to four and a tall man being, or I'm sorry, women being closer to five and a tall man being closer to four due to the extremities and the length that the, or the length of the brain away from the heart. Wow. Now we got small animal facts and tall man facts. Yeah, so my buddy Brian at 6'8 would be fucked. Bro, yeah, he'd though. probably be shit out of luck at about three and a half G's, and the reason <laughs> is your heart can't pump the blood to your brain at that level of G force. Is this the the picture you just sent, Graham? Is this the one that he's referring I to? I don't know. It's a tall one, though. <laughs> Genie SX thirteen five XC. So that's only one hundred and thirty-five. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck That's not off even the biggest one. Oh, my <laughs> God. And, and, looks, and this one, like, levels out, too. So <laughs> you're, like, up there, and then it levels out. That is fucked. I'm done. Nope. Uh-uh. Ain't no fucking <laughs> way. I quit, Bob. You, you got another 50 feet, bud. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, I'm good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I you quit. Can drive these things from that high. You'll be able to see everything except for the pebbles in front of you. Well, uh, not to be that guy, we're actually not slowing down, but we are coming up on two hours yeah. and 45 minutes here. I hear you. I was just thinking the same thing. We have devolved into complete debauchery of lifts and booms. <laughs> I mean, it's so, something different. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize there was this level of error in. 
in boom lifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, this whole I'm podcast not... has been a mixture of something different. <laughs> like, I'm not afraid of heights, but that thing, based on how we've described it here for the past ten minutes, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you could... I, you might be able to get me in one once, but maybe not, a, maybe not twice. Well, if you want to look it up, it's a JLG 1850 SJ. I, I think I was looking right. at pictures of that one. I saw a JLG in my picture. JLG 1850? I was just looking for one yeah. with, like, that had good... SJ. It showed SJ. the scale. So, oh. this thing's big, though. The base of that thing is fucking girthy. Oh, yeah, I would girthy. hope so. I want to see pictures. So, uh, Tim, uh, any questions for us? Um, well, we talked about things that we couldn't talk about earlier, so I won't ask that. Like where we're going next year? Mm, We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Yeah. To be determined. To be determined indeed. We got plenty of time. Mm. We do. Um, I gotta check that one out. Okay, I think that's a render, though. It doesn't even look real. It might be real. I don't know. No, that looks like high angle with a big zoom lens. Mm. That's terrible. I'm all set. It doesn't put it in... Like, it's high, but the way it's looking just doesn't put it fully in... I mean, I guess you could see a lot of stories in those buildings. You're like... uh, No, I'm just... I'm just like good. Yeah. No, I'm like, good. Um, you know, I've got more respect for you now for uh doing that um as part of your job. Um uh, what's I got one that's not related. What's the craziest thing that's came back into the shop? Like fucked up wise? Yeah, fucked up wise. I mean, our most fucked up things are rough green scissors, but that's like not like a single. It's hard to put a finger on like a single thing because it's usually just like something doesn't run, like the engine exploded, or I mean, they bent booms before, like boom sections, like they'll just bend them because they hit something. That's usually a pretty fucked up situation, or like when a boom lift does come back and all the cables are bound up at the back and. It doesn't work because all the cables broke and someone had a bad time. Uh, we've had booms come back where someone's hit the power lines and cooked themselves. Like that's pretty bad. Cooked themselves? Yeah, like you hit the power lines. Oh. Had, yeah, and you're grounded through a machine and you just you cry. Yeah, you you fry yourself. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's that some nightmare fuel, just like the pig facts. So this this episode's hit its limit on nightmare fuel for this episode. <laughs> oh, we uh, could probably yeah. get worse. Yeah, so uh, you I get... mean, we can, but like, I <laughs> yeah, don't want it, to. It doesn't. You talk about things that smell bad early in the in the show. Oh no! Yeah, uh, electrification uh, smells terrible. Electrification of human matter is. Uh... <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna just say that uh, I'm uh, just gonna say that that uh, words. <laughs> just gonna uh, say um, nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, that that says a lot. 
Cody, your yes. question. My question? The tire question? Yeah, you're going to hit him with it, or yeah, we just going to let it. that slide? No, nah, we can let that rock through. Uh, what's your favorite DOT tire, and what's the worst DOT tire for off-road use? Uh, well, the worst, I would have to say, is the Iron Man MTs. Mm, <laughs> That's a bad. new one. Those are pretty bad. They're bad. I had them on my Dodge because they were like four, like cheap. They were like 150 bucks a piece, and the front didn't turn when it rained. That's that oh, that's would really be bad. Like it just plowed. Like you turned the wheel and you just went straight. Yeah, it makes driving in the rain a sketchy endeavor. When the right. tires don't do the tire do, they're pretty useless. <laughs> yeah, and like you get stuck on wet grass, and like it, they were worse. Um, oh yeah, they're awful. But best DOT, like, are you talking mud terrain, all terrain, all around? Whatever the best off-road tire that is a DOT. See, I think I'm an unfair, or, I wouldn't write the stickies. I didn't put DOTs on anything. You, what? You said on, you I had, you had on DOTs on the yeah. Cherokee. Yeah, but they were, so I had, like, MTRs and, like, some other and swampers and like other bullshit tires but nothing like worth even mentioning yeah but which one of those was the best that you felt was like all right i'd tell somebody to buy these i mean the mtrs were nice for on road i guess if you get a good batch yeah i mean like i wasn't doing crazy shit with them either like they were on street legal rates like that were actually street legal well, yeah, this, this little segment is for the street legal people who are thinking of buying new tires, and they're like, hmm, all right, this guy, this guy says this, and, you know, if we add them up enough, everybody knows not to buy Patagonias, and you could think about MTRs. Yeah, and, like, Cooper STTs are one of those tires where people either absolutely love them or say that they're the worst thing since ever. Yeah, it's right. great. And, bread. And this, before it was sliced. It's hard to pick out, like, the best, because, like, they're all... Not all, but like most of your front runners, they're all relatively the same. That's fair. Like the Nittos, the um, Coopers, like all the big names in like your aggressive all terrains. Like that, I mean, they're so similar now. They all basically make the same tire. It's like pick your favorite color and go with it. I like green. <laughs> <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point. You got a point. But yep, I'm not gonna fault that at all. Yeah, like there's nothing. Like no one, I don't think, makes like this tire is. It's so much better than the other ones. Like, they're oh, all general grabbers. <sighs> general grabber, I'm, you know the X threes. It's fine. The X threes are real. They're real good at sitting in driveways. I hear you're such I a. I God, I have a set of X3s on my Dodge right now. And how do they work? You like them? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're quiet on the road. They Are do it right. They're quiet on the road? My 80s, the fucking General Grabber 80s are the loudest things ever. The MTs are even worse. I mean, that's true. Yeah, you put it next to a fucking IROC. Yeah, of course it's going to be quieter. <laughs> uh, they're quieter than my uh, Nittos, and they're quieter than the fucking Stickies. Oh, yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not that bad. 
I don't know. My ATs from them are not quiet, and they're honestly pretty shit in the snow. If I'm being honest, in the rain they're not bad, and the dirt they're not bad. But yeah, you know what's funny is the BFG ATs I had better luck with in the snow than I, I did don't with the uh, general ATs? versions. Oh yeah, well they were dirt cheap at the time. To be fair, they were load E, and they were like a hundred and fifty something bucks per. So it was like yeah. right, yeah, and they were from my my tire people's so. I wouldn't go with them again. I'd go with like a fucking. Uh, I really um, like the Cooper AT3s. Cooper AT makes a great tire. The Toyo Open Countries are a fantastic um, snow yeah. and like, on road tire. But like, I'm all not these sold. Are very similar. I'm not sold on these Falcons though. Which ones? Your Falcon ATs? Falcon yeah. ATs? I honestly. The Wild yeah. yeah. On the road, they're they're. It's like any other tire. The only thing that I noticed with those was last year in the snow. We got some snow. Not a ton of snow, but there was some. Uh, I don't have a front drive shaft in my truck, even though it is four-wheel drive capable. Uh, and I didn't need it. Those things didn't get stuck in the snow. I never had a problem. I never felt... I never lost traction or anything like that. So, I think snow and rain, they're better than my BFGs, but that's not saying much. The AT, BFG ATs I had on the other truck before I had this one, those things were dog shit. Um, <laughs> so, and, like, they do good yeah. burnouts, though. Yeah, they're wicked soft. But they're not like terribly good. No, not terribly good at particularly anything. Um, just like me at planning events, apparently. Ayo. Well, no, you, you <laughs> right. planned it. This is, you can't do that again. Make a new plan. <laughs> make a new plan. Yeah, well, we'll make a new plan. Um, so, other question for you before we actually go and wind this down now that you're back. Um, what parks have you wanted to go and see? I say basically Tennessee. So, AOP. I'd like to go to Windrock. I haven't really left most of New England to go I will s- Harlan also should be on that list yeah. um, I'm not like particularly a huge fan of Harlan but Harlan is breathtaking and bullshit. yeah yeah and it, I'm all good for like a good scenic weekend too like, it it's, it's like, got some hard you shit you have to do the most hardcore wheeling ever it, yeah, it's, it's got a lot shit. of hard shit, too. Don't get me wrong yeah. on that. It's just but, there's certain things that I think could be better. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to travel and, like, bring the camper and Kristen's going to come, like, it isn't going to be like, all right, first day, let's, let's hit the hardest, most terrible things and see if we can break it. Like, I'd rather do a whole weekend. Like, do some hard stuff, but not set out to like, claim, like, oh, I did every hard thing ever at this park. Yeah, if, go back. if you go to uh, Harlan, I think it's the Powerline Trail, has a wickedly cool view. Oh, it's not a Powerline Trail. The Powerline just runs on the mountain. And then it goes I thought it was called Powerline Trail. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't remember the trail names. I was just riding with Curtis at that point. But uh, yeah, the, the, we've got pictures of that. The Powerline, like just on one mountain top to another mountain top with nothing in between just wires just 
snaking this it's not really a valley but whatever you want to call it, like the the dip in between the mountain ridges like i think that's, super cool. that's, i think by definition that is a valley oh okay so in between the valley uh <laughs> just super cool very the low part between two mountains yeah the low part between two mountains <laughs> well it was still like kind of on the mountain edge i don't know just between the peak the ridges it was between the ridges um valley in between mountain valley as it's not a park not mountain valley mountain valley i don't probably no that was a club now that i'm thinking about it that was a club way way back in the day mountain valley off-road i have their bumper sticker on my toolbox now that i think about it um sorry but back to that yeah harlan's gonna be a just for the views, Harlan is sick. Uh, AOP's worth the drive just for AOP itself. It's another beautiful park. I will eventually get myself dragged into going to Windrock at this point, so I will give you feedback on Windrock at some point. Yeah, it seems like it, like you have to. I mean, you don't have to go to Windrock, but like eventually you're going to go to Windrock. Yeah, eventually I'm just going to end up at Windrock. It's it's inevitable. Um, and watch me love it after talking so much shit. But, you know, hey, whatever. Yeah, I think you're just stubborn. Yeah, it's like huge, if you're going to accuse like... me of anything, being stubborn is definitely something to do. Or to <laughs> accuse me of. Um, um, not... yeah, but you have to have the, the rig to be able to, like, oh, this next minutes away. Yeah. I well, he doesn't live that, that far rig. away. How about yeah. me? Oh, I thought you get yeah, talking, talking about you. Here. You don't live that far from Windrock. You can just drive your Jeep there. Also, oh, yeah, yeah, I got this. Your rig doesn't have massive reliability problems. I mean, we don't it know now. now. I was going to say, not... it might now. We don't know. <laughs> um, Like my rig was having, where I just I couldn't make it through a weekend for two years. Oh, now so. you fixed it. It can do it. Yeah, it's great. Um, the only way to know is to try. But. I think that at this point we're safe to start wrapping things up. Anyone yep. got anything yeah. else? I have. Oh, no. You can't hear what you're saying, man. Yeah. Uh, no. I, uh, <laughs> yep. Whatever. We can't hear you. You you caught a case of the robot. (laughs) Yeah, I heard no service at my house. Um, Oh, yeah. Luke, (laughs) take it away. (laughs) Well, Tim, it's been great having you on. And uh, for today's inspirational quote leaving the podcast buy a yard civic um if you don't have a yard civic it's cheaper than a tractor and just keep in mind that communication it's always better to be upfront and direct because if you aren't someone can craft a narrative in their head off of the information that they have and it might not be accurate 